I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus. We must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. <gasps> what was that? You are the Slayer. One girl in all the world. Did anybody say that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better. Guys, where are we? Are you ready to rumble? You don't look ready to rumble, Pat. <laughs> I don't feel ready to rumble, I'll tell you that. Uh, Heidi ho Sammy Joe. How's it going? Heidi ho neighbor. Heidi ho neighbor. It's great to see you on another Tuesday night, another podcast. Welcome mm-hmm. to Kicking and Streaming, episode 38. So this is the podcast where two friends talk about <laughs> I love two when shows. you talk in third person. I think that I helps. Know. Two friends. Yeah, two friends. Not us. Me, me and you. You and I. The, Pat and you Sammy. You and I. You and I. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? What's new in your book? We're both tired tonight, so we gotta we gotta try to. I don't know what we gotta do. To be honest, yeah, I'm, but I'm, I'm silly out of ideas. Tired. You're I'm silly. silly tired, t- I, I haven't so quite okay. made it there, but. Oh, you'll make it there. Oh, I know. You'll make it there. If there's this anything episode... I know about this podcast, <laughs> it's that it'll get me silly tired in oh, a yeah. fortnight. <laughs> in a fortnight. <laughs> um, yeah. So what's new? I have some big news for you. Big news? Oh, oh yeah. This will wake me up. You can't even believe how big this news is. Are my socks going to get blown off? <laughs> Your socks are going to get blown off by oh, don't tease my me like new that. air conditioner. Oh, you got an air conditioner in your office? Yeah. Wow. Although I haven't needed it in the past couple of days, but <laughs> yeah, it's out of frame. Is it here. one of them uh, window hanging units, or is it yeah. one of them modular rolly dollies? Window unit. Oh, window unit. Okay, you went window unit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So my windows are are just over here. You can't see them. Right. Right. Nice. Yep. Well, congratulations on your new AC unit. Thank you. Uh, so. It's got to be nice to be nice off? and, I mean, they're almost blown off. <laughs> they wiggled a little bit. <laughs> they wiggled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> almost, almost. Not quite uh, airborne yet, but uh, wow. Big news. Huge news. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's exciting in that my life. That is so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> what's exciting in your life? This podcast, these shows, you know, this Buffy show, I got to tell you, this episode fun there was all there was it was like a it was like a slam dunk contest of fun fun stuffs yeah (laughs) it was like at every uh every scene there was something new that was like i identify with this and love it i'm really glad yeah (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) one of my favorites makes a comeback one Uh of my favorite characters oh man i knew he would too i just knew i know yeah what's really funny is like when i I don't think, I don't think I knew, I don't think I put it together until this rewatch that that was the same character. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Even though they say something about it, I'm always like, because I never watch Bad Eggs. Right. And he probably never had an impression on you like he did this watch through. No, not until this time. (laughs) (laughs) When we really dive deep into this show, you know, this universe, these characters. We dive the so deep. The soul of this character. <laughs> right, the soul of this character. Yeah, speaking of which, uh-huh. speaking of you predicting things, okay, yes. Mr. I'm always think, right on. Remember when we decided that we were going to keep it to two predictions? 
I'm going to have to start cutting you off. I'm going to oh, have to start do. playing that like Oscars song that please they play do. when you're giving your speech yeah, for too long. Play me off. I don't want to do predictions as much as you don't want to hear them. <laughs> no, I do want to hear your predictions, but yeah. you just ramble on and then I have to go back and I'm like, I don't know okay. what the hell he's trying to say well, here. You know what it is? I'll tell you what it is. Here, so I'll let you here. ramble on and then I'm going to say, okay, summarize that for me. <laughs> no, I Ten can't summarize. Are you kidding me? That's going to take even longer. <laughs> Now, here's the thing. You know, sometimes I'm I'm sort of scrambling. I'm like Jack Shepard, you know, I'm just oh, scrambling. Yeah, doing the old Jack scramble. Looking for an answer, just trying to find my way out, out of the uh, predictions uh, segment, you know? So yeah. I just start saying stuff, you know, and I wait until you sort of give like the like nod of approval. Like, okay, I got something I can chew on, you know? Yeah. I think mm-hmm. I'm just going to have to start reading them back to you or or sort of throwing them back to you in the moment yeah. so you can clarify and, okay. well, and simplify. <laughs> we'll have to pilot this uh, theory of yours, this yeah. method of trying to wrap me on my <laughs> predictions. Good luck, Sammy Joe. Never thought I was going to have to like, correct somebody else on brevity. Brevity? I know. You know? I know. Hmm. All right. Well, okay. let's keep it brief. Let's, let's keep it brief. Let's get right be- in <laughs> to Buffy. Let's get into Buffy. All right, this is season three, episode five of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This episode is called Homecoming. I thought there was, was there another episode called Homecoming or was that Lost? Did Lost have an episode called Homecoming? Maybe. I feel like we've already had an episode called Homecoming. I think you're right about that. Yeah, doesn't that sound familiar? Lost, Homecoming, 15th episode of season one. Look at that. Oh, yeah, that's a Charlie flashback. Crossover. It wasn't about a homecoming dance. It was no, it about wasn't. an actual homecoming. Coming home. Hmm. They should have yes. just called it coming home. Yeah. But they should have. Yeah. Yeah, this is when Claire screams, Ethan comes <laughs> after them. <laughs> Wait, what are you reading right now? Are these your I notes? I don't know. I'm reading out. No, I'm You're reading, reading the, the Googles? about. <laughs> I'm okay. reading the Google. <laughs> All right. I'm just trying to remind myself of what happened gotcha. in that episode. Um, All right. Yeah. So this is not a home space coming. This is homecoming, as right. in like homecoming dance. dance. Yeah. Um. This was written and directed by David Greenwald. And your predictions from episode 36 you said scott won't stick around buffy will date scott for a date or two then things are going to get weird because angel's going to come back just when she's starting to move on past angel nailed it and then we're going to get more uh, last episode you said we're going to get more oz being a werewolf but not for a while and then you doubled down on your previous prediction that oz will become a werewolf at a great opportunity which happened in last episode but not the way that you wanted great you said it's going to be a big payoff moment where no one else is expecting it maybe they weren't charting the month correctly chatting <laughs> you gotta the chat month it. correctly you said it's crossover <laughs> yes and something bad's gonna happen maybe they're locked up somewhere and oz gets a rules change moment oh, and yeah. out. rules change time's up uh 
rules change. This is the one that I was like, I don't know what to do with this one. Okay. Because you really rambled on, okay? So I'm sure it makes Angel perfect and sense. <laughs> Angel and Buffy are going to do the old Angel Buffy dance for yeah, a while, see? back and forth. He's going to hug her knees some more. She's mm. going to struggle with herself, whether she wants to give in to Hope, as yeah. in Scott Hope. Right. But Angel is still going to be there, shirtless and feral. Ooh. It'll be a real Temptation Island situation for her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She'll have to figure out which way she wants to go the yeah. easy boring road i.e scott r- hope rough rocky road or the, yet the hard rocky rough road which <laughs> makes me want rocky road now <laughs> rocky road which is Angel. rocky road <laughs> that's a good Fucking sloth goonies uh love goonies yeah and they said she's gonna bounce back and forth for a bit it'll be a will they won't they this whole season they might have one more night of passion and by the end of the season this is when he realizes something bad will happen again he'll decide he can't trust himself and he'll fly off or row off in a dinghy yeah and you said buffy should really dust him but she's not going to and he's gonna leave on his own accord Mm -hmm. so what's your quarrel with this grade a prediction (laughs) it's long-winded long-winded like my summaries yeah exactly you should All love right. it. It's right up your episode alley. Episode 23, okay? Bad okay. Eggs episode. You yeah. predicted at the end, these cowboys are coming back. Oh, yeah. Hector got eaten. Lyle got, got away. He's going to come back with some cowboy vamp ranch hands. Oh, yeah. Whole group of cowboy vamps from down south. Okay, I was close. They're coming close. from Abilene. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Getting excited. All right. Getting mm-hmm. excited? Oh, yeah. All right, let's jump in. So yeah, right. the Scoobies are at the bronze. They're discussing getting a limo for homecoming, and Cordelia is confident she'll be elected homecoming queen, while Buffy is lost in her own thoughts. She's not sure if she's going to go yet because Scott hasn't asked her. Come on, Scott. Yeah. And then he approaches her table just in time for Cordelia to reveal this. And he says that he figured Buffy would think it was corny. And then they both agree. You know, they do the whole like, yeah, I'll, well, I'll go if you want to go. And yeah, yeah okay. I guess I'll go. go. If you want to go, yeah. I'll go. I mean, exactly. if you're not doing anything, that is. I mean, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, you yeah. Know, whatever. It's okay. Whatever. It's, it, I don't you care know. one way or the other. Yeah. yeah they care. do that kind of thing. Yeah. And then they decide to go. Um, Buffy calls it a night, kisses Scott, and then leaves to bring Angel a quart of blood. Yeah. I was like, Buffy, do not mm. feed into this behavior. Ooh. Don't feed the animals, okay? Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. And also, we all know, Daddy Thirsty. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know what's crazy is that popped into my head the yeah. other day like every once in a while stuff just you know random things just float up from the ether of my brain right and that came into my head the other day and i was like were you thirsty Ugh. no i have no You're idea like, sammy why thirsty why am i saying it like that <laughs> it's like an earwig it just gets into your head and you can't get it out yeah, so that's yeah. what he says, and then he grabs the blood and just, like, pours it all over himself. Yeah, he slurps it down like a Slurpee. <laughs> Daddy No, he thirsty. doesn't do any of that. <laughs> he doesn't even open it up. No. Anyway, so Buffy tells him that she hasn't told Giles and the others that he's back, and she doesn't plan to because they wouldn't understand that he's actually better. She tells him she's working on being a better student and is involved in someone. She says his name is Scott. He's... A nice, solid guy. He makes me happy, and that's what I need. Someone I can count on. Mm, All right, let's not put all our eggs in one basket there, Buff. Okay? Well, hold on. All right. Yeah, so she 
But she also kind of tells him this like as if she's trying to convince herself too. Like yeah, this felt she's like not one of those fully moments. Sold on him. Yeah, this yeah. felt like one of those moments that like you practice in your mirror for a while just so you like get it right and then right. like you got to get the narrative correct. Yeah, yeah, like I'm dating him because X, Y, and Z. Don't you right. see? Yeah, this oh, yeah. makes perfect sense. This makes perfect sense. So then we smash cut to Scott breaking up with her the next day at school. Smash cut. Yeah, they did like a whip pan smash cut, which was pr- pretty cool. Like they like yeah. pan the camera really quick and then mm-hmm. smash cut it. Mm-hmm. Whip, whip pan smash whip pan. cut. Whip pan smash cut. Perfect <laughs> editorial device to smash cut. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Me too. Yeah. So, so much for someone she can count on. <laughs> yeah. Losing um, hope. Losing hope. Losing hope, indeed. Yeah. Scott leaves her in the hallway, and the camera pulls back from her while she's watching him go. And we cut to a view of her through a pair of binoculars, then to a van <laughs> with tinted windows in a parking lot. Very yeah. suspicious. Vans. Vans in the 90s. All, you know, vans in media in the 90s made me mm-hmm. very skeptical of all vans for the rest of my life. Well... I I would say that that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I don't think that was the case for me because at one point, like I think when I was like just starting high school maybe or maybe towards the end of middle school, mm-hmm. uh, my parents traded in the like, you know, caravan for like a big Chevy Astro van. Oh, Dodge, we'll see. Dodge the, Caravan yeah. is like the minivan and then the Chevy Astro, but it was a white Chevy Astro oh, van. Oh, okay. That yeah, was see, like when the they go white, <laughs> Yeah, when you go white, it changes the uh, the whole feeling of the van, right? Yeah. It gives it more of a sinister, like yes. nothing to see here. It's just a blank canvas. Don't worry about it. Don't look yep. into it. And if the windows are tinted, even more sketchy. And that's the car I learned how to drive on. Really? I could totally yeah. see you learning to drive in a uh, serial killer Chevy serial Astro killer. Van. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just little old Sammy. Yeah. Barely see over the dash. <laughs> Breaking too hard. Are you kidding me? Those things were great because you sit up so high. I was oh, like, yeah? I'm on top of the world. You didn't have to boost yourself up with some Webster dictionaries or something. Listen. <laughs> When I was little, I used to sit on a thesaurus, okay? A thesaurus? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. No, it was an encyclopedia. Okay. Or an encyclopedia, as Ted Mosby would say in How I Met Your Mother. Anyway. Anyway. Inside this creepy van, the man looking through the binoculars lowers them, and then another man who looks just like him comes up behind him. Binocular yeah. guy raises the Clones? binoculars. What? Huh? Clones? Clones? Yeah. Twins? Mm. We don't get to the bottom of this. We don't really. It's, it's a question. Okay. Uh, so the second guy um, attaches a digital video feed to the binoculars, and then behind them, we can see the binoculars view of Buffy on three small screens. I feel like I'd be good at this job. Oh, you definitely would. I was thinking of you the whole time. I was yeah. like, this would be Pat. Like an AV nerd just creeping out in a van? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd be great Just at it. You wait. Just I wait. Just okay. wait. Hmm. Just do wait. Anyway, uh, the second man reaches over to a modem that's set up below the monitors, which is attached to a cell phone, and he opens it, presses a button, and we get good old fashioned dial up sounds. Very high tech. Very high tech. <laughs> we cut to <laughs> You welcome. You've got mail. 
That was very authentic. It's like very authentic. <laughs> flashback to '95. I blacked out there for a second, Sammy. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> um, then we cut to a fancy dark office and a similar modem sitting on a desk. The camera pans up and back, and we see an older man wearing a headset and a wheelchair roll up to the desk, hit a few keys on the keyboard, doot, 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 yeah. and he looks up at the monitor. I was like, who's this dweeb? Yeah, and he <laughs> says, is that her? But he is like kind of a, I think he has a British accent. Is that her? Oh, does he? I think so. Hmm. Or maybe he just, I don't know, he kind of reminds me of um of like, uh, oh my God, why can't I think of his name? What's um Batman's butler? Uh, Alfred. Alfred. I knew it was with an A. <laughs> Michael Caine? I, Are you thinking of Michael Caine? Yeah. Well, just, or Alfred, just Alfred the character in general, of the Alfred character. in general yeah. kind of reminded me, yeah, of this guy. So, anyway, are you taking the Lamborghini? Right. Yeah. Mr. Trick steps into view and he says, in the nubile flesh, my friend, we see Buffy on the monitor as she walks away slowly and sadly. And Trick says, that's the target. And then, boom, hmm. opening credits. Buffy you know, theme. You know what would be cool? What? Is if uh, wherever Trick went, he like carried around a boombox and he played It's Tricky by Run DMC. Right. Which would be a crossover because that song is in Can't Hardly Wait playing when Seth Green is like in a scene at some point. Okay. Crossover. Crossover to a different movie, but not to a different movie. To Lost. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's tricky to walk around, to rock around. That's right on time. It's tricky. Tricky, 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 tricky. Did you know I did a cheerleading routine to that? I can picture it in my head right now. And it yeah. is fantastic. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I welcome. appreciate Great that. Great job. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, back from the intro, we see a shot of City Hall. Then we cut to a nervous man waiting inside the building as a secretary announces, the mayor will see you now. The man enters the mayor's office holding a folder as the mayor is vigorously wiping his hands. We learn <laughs> the man's name is Alan, and he sets his folder on the mayor's desk, opening it to reveal an Interpol memo with the photos of the two men from the surveillance fan. They're Frederick and Hans Gruenstaller, Gruenstaller. Uh, wanted in Germany for capital murder, terrorize, terrorism, the bombing of Flight 1402. And as he's saying this, the mayor picks up the paper and he starts to smell it. And then he interrupts Alan and asks to see his hands. <laughs> It's got weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and he tells him, I think they could be cleaner. Yeah. Uh, and then he says after, oh, so, and then um, Alan says like he washes them and the mayor says after every meal uh, and under your fingernails, dirt gets trapped there and germs and mayonnaise. Yeah. My dear mother said cleanliness is next to godliness and I yeah. believed her. Mm-hmm. She never caught a cold. Yeah. Then he's, he points to the guys and he says, I'd like these two to be put under surveillance. And I'd like to know if any other colorful characters have come to town. Hmm. Alan okay. says he'll take care of it. And the mayor says, you have all my faith. And Alan walks off with this like weirded out expression on his face. Yeah. He's like, did I just meet the mayor of Cleansville? <laughs> hmm. So here's the mayor. We've been hearing about him. Yeah. And right. now Here we he finally is. meet him. And you know Here what I was thinking? Is. I was like, like, when we met him, I was like, of course, this guy is the mayor. He totally gets along with Snidey Pants. Him and Snidey Pants probably cuddle in their nice little loft apartment that they rent downtown. Oh, wow. They've upgraded to, to cuddling. Yeah. And they're in a loft. And 
they are they still with the chief of police too yeah Mm -hmm. all but yeah chief of police though you know he has to sleep on the couch (laughs) he hasn't quite you know he's not (laughs) moved in fully no (laughs) he's got to prove himself (laughs) (laughs) so at sunnydale high yearbook photos are being taken but buffy isn't there Uh, Xander promises to help Willow find an outfit for the dance while Cordelia scopes out the homecoming queen competition. She volunteers to tell Buffy, who's in the library training Faith, about the yearbook photos. Sorry, training. Buffy is in the library training with Faith. Um, And Cordelia volunteers to tell Buffy about the photos. Did I tell you how many times I blew my, um, my yearbook photos growing up? No, how many times? Oh, I think it was a streak of four or five years in a row. I would go to the Wada Fountain or the Bubbla, if I may. Okay, and the I Bubbla? would, I would, <laughs> the Bubbla. Yeah, some people call it the Bubbler. You know, I've never heard that. Before. You've never heard that? Yeah, no. it's, some people call it the Bubbla. You Where? go to the Bubbla to get a, a drink. Regional, regional I thing. I have no idea. You know, I've bounced around all of New England growing up, so that's true. I have no idea where some of my phrases come from. But yeah, I would go and visit the water fountain as you do as a young mm-hmm. child. The watering hole. The watering hole. And as you drink from the watering fountain, water oh, fountain, the no. bubbler, it would always drip down your chin, right? <laughs> and it would go right down the chin, right on the front of my shirt. And I'd oh, get this no, big old Pat. like swimming pool size. Oh, you doofus. Yeah. Right before you couldn't my wait pictures. till after your photo was done. Nah, too thirsty, Daddy. Couldn't, thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't bring a sippy cup. <laughs> I know I really needed a sippy cup, but yeah, I th- I think it was like three years in a row. My mom was like, "Hey, stop going to the water fountain right before the pictures." <laughs> so I had my like stupid sweatshirt so on with a stupid. big old water stain right on the front. I'm also I am just picturing you wearing a sweatshirt with a big P on it, just like, you know, Mrs. Weasley makes for all of her kids. <laughs> for Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's me. <laughs> My uh, water Patrick. spot. Yeah. I'll show you a water spot picture. They're fun. I would love to see yeah. one. Okay. Yeah. We can put it on the podcast on Instagram right. too. Uh, I can't say mine are bad. I feel like mine were usually pretty good. Definitely have one where I have like one front tooth missing. That's a fun one. Oh, yeah. I got one of those too. Yeah. Everybody has them, you know. Mm-hmm. In the library, Faith tells Buffy that she should get broken up with more often because she's got some quality rage going on. Um, <laughs> Faith's, and then she also suggests that they go to homecoming together since Buffy already has the tickets. She says, come on, we'll find a couple of studs. We'll use them and discard them. That's always fun. And Buffy agrees, minus the stud-using part. And then outside the library, we see Cordelia approaching, but she gets distracted as she follows two guys and launches into campaign mode. So she never tells Buffy about the photos. Uh, Next day in the quad, Buffy catches up with a teacher and asks if she would be willing to write Buffy the letter of recommendation that she needs for Snyder. Um, But the teacher doesn't remember Buffy at all. And Buffy's pretty upset about this because... This was her favorite teacher, besides Giles, obviously. But you know, can't right? Count but he's not really he's a teacher, a though. He's, he's the librarian. Yeah. So in the calf, she's mopey that her favorite teacher didn't recognize her, and she says she feels invisible. She says, "At Hemery, I was prom princess. I was fiesta queen. I was on the cheerleading squad, and the yearbook was like a story of me. Now it's senior year, and I'm going to be one crappy picture on one eighth of one crappy page." And Xander informs her that she won't even be that 
because she missed the photos. Willow tells her that Cordelia was supposed to tell her. And so then Buffy goes to confront Cordelia, who's again in full campaign mode, handing out flyers. And she doesn't really give a shit that she didn't tell Buffy about photos. Why is it everybody else's uh, uh, responsibility to tell Buffy that it's photo day? Like you were supposed to tell her. Well, as Oz said at one point um, <laughs> when they were talking about it, he was like, she wasn't here when they announced it. Oh, I got gotcha, you. So okay. this was probably before she was let back into school. Gotcha. But I mean, I feel like I remember, I guess it depends on the school. Maybe not reminders. so much in high school, but I feel like there's a ton of reminders. Like yeah. you say it on the loudspeaker, you get a right. notice sent home with there's, your family. There's, there's like posters, flyers. Posters everywhere. Yeah, flyers. Yeah. So, yeah, it's kind of weird that. But what's funny is I actually have the Sunnydale High. Well, I don't have it anymore, sadly, but I used to have the Sunnydale High class of 98 yearbook and Buffy is not in it. Wow. Because she missed too funny. Too funny. Yeah. Um, And all the photos that you see taken in Uh this are the photos in the year. They're in that. Wow. That's crazy. Is that something you pick up on eBay? Um, probably. So if you want to give me a wedding present, I don't know. All of my Buffy books, all of my action figures, all of that stuff is gone. I don't know what happened to it. Somebody throw them away on you? I think my dad threw them out. Maybe my Uh stepmom. Just blame Shots fired, Mike. (laughs) Old ex-stepmom, not new one. Oh, okay. Um, let's just blame her. It's just easy. That's just what I do. Probably hawked it at the, uh, the pawn shop, you know? Probably. down to Silas Dean. How much for all this? That's something my mom would have done, so that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, but it's so sad, especially as we're like, you know, rewatching and talking about all of this. I'm like, I don't have my monster book. I don't have my my Buffy yearbook. All my I don't treasures. have all these things. I yeah. had so many things. Man. And well, they, they had all of these like actual novel, like Buffy novellas too. Wow. Don't have well, any of those. Well, you gotta start collecting again. Oh, I have. And then you know what you me. gotta get. You got to get yourself a, a cage in that office of yours yes. with a meal slot so that you yep. can pass all your books through it and yep. then just keep them all locked up for safety's sake. Yeah. So that yeah. nobody will ever, ever right. try to sell them again. Mm-hmm. And now it's climate controlled too. So you won't have to worry about the pages getting all musty or nothing. That's true. Yeah. That, well, right. that's another thing is a lot of my Buffy stuff wound up in my dad's basement. So I bet they got moldy. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, sad. now is prime time to start that collection back up. All right. Well, you know what to get me for the wedding. Okay. Anyway, Buffy confronts Cordelia. Cordelia doesn't care. And then Buffy decides she's going to fucking run against Cordelia as yeah, why not? queen. Yeah, this will work out perfectly. And no she says, you've awakened the prom queen within. And that crown is going to be mine. <laughs> Queenzilla. <laughs> then we cut to Mr. Trick holding court in the fancy apartment. Oh, yeah. And he's wearing a sweet red velvet suit. Looking this great. guy, Looking very great. snappy dresser. Mm-hmm. And he's enjoying a lollipop, which I think is the first time we've seen a vampire eat something other than blood slash a human. Blood? Unless it's a blood pop. I don't know. Yuck. That's disgusting. They make those Harry Potter Ugh. blood pops. Yuck. <laughs> It's disgusting. <laughs> um, I never had one. Anyway, he's saying, competition, 
Competition is a beautiful thing. It makes us strive. It makes us accomplish. And the camera view switches to behind Trick so that we can see who he's talking to. Yeah. And we see the guys from the van, a hunter, uh-huh. some vampires. Yeah. And he says, occasionally it makes us kill. We all have the desire to win. He starts walking around the room. Mm-hmm. Whether we're human, he gest- gestures to three men. Vampire. And he nods to Lyle Gorch. Lyle Gorch. So yeah. did you know immediately right here that this is who it was? Well, yeah. Well, he says his name too. He's like Mr. Gorch or something. But, yeah. 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 Right after that, he does. Yeah. And his wife. So he's got a wife now. Yeah. Uh, then he stops by a yellow skinned creature with spiny, like <laughs> yeah. spiny ridges on the top of his head. Stegosaurus head. Yeah, 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 that's mm-hmm. that's pretty much what he is. And then he says, and whatever the hell you are, my brother, you got <laughs> them spiny-looking head things. I ain't never seen that before. And <laughs> the guy neither. goes, I'm Kulak of the Mequok clan. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, Kulak of Mequok? What? <laughs> Kulak of Mequok clan. Yeah, that's what I said. Mequok, 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 you clock. <laughs> we all clock. For ice cream. What? Yeah. Kulak. Tricks. <laughs> yeah, and he's just like, good for you, man, or something. <laughs> yeah, right on. <laughs> um, and Trick says they're all here for the same reason, and that the games will begin in a few days' time. The first target, Buffy, you've all seen. The second, Faith, is a little more elusive. Mm. But they will both be together and ready for the killing, and that is a money-back guarantee. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, spiny-headed-looking creatures, welcome to Slayer Fest 98. 98. Yeah. And I'm like, where was Slayer Fest 97 and 96? And Oh, that was in Snorway, didn't you hear? Oh, that's Everybody why. Everybody went well, there. Bad place to have that if the Slayer's in Sunnydale, California. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like it would be a snooze fest. They're like, this is a bust man there's no slayers <laughs> at slayer fest 97 this sucks i'm gonna leave a, a one out of four stars on yelp would not recommend would not recommend would not slay again <laughs> slay the slayers no all right slayers and then willow and xander are in willow's bedroom xander putting Uh-oh. on his tux while willow tries on a few outfits behind a changing screen it's trying yeah, to find ch- real quick let's talk about the changing screen Never seen one in real life. One of these rice paper dealies, these fold yeah, out where I've they seen have them before. where they have a lamp behind the rice paper so that you can see the silhouette of the person while they dress. This is a movieism. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, this definitely. isn't a real thing, is it? I mean, I've definitely seen those. Like you've seen them like in dividers before. Well, yeah. no, I've seen them like in people's houses, but I but don't nobody's think I've ever, ever seen it in, in like a one. bedroom. Yeah. They're like, let's but continue yeah, totally, to have conversation. It totally is a movie TV thing. While I change my blouse. Okay. Yeah. I right. want you to stand there, you know, sort of look out the window at the neighborhood while I change. But don't turn around because you will see a silhouette of myself getting changed in the mm-hmm. nude. Mm-hmm. In the in the buff, buff. In the buff. Okay. Yeah. Well, yep. remember in the first episode, first or second, third episode, Never Kill a Boy in the First Date, when Buffy is getting dressed right, and Xander is in her room, mm-hmm. she tells him to turn around and then he creeps on her by trying oh, to like, yeah. change the mirror mm-hmm. to see her. Right. Anyway. Anyways. So Willow is changing behind this screen. Um, and she's, so she's trying to find a dress to wear to homecoming. 
Uh, Xander starts to struggle with his tie, so Willow helps him out with it, reminiscing about their eighth grade cotillion, which <laughs> sounds way too fancy for Sunnydale, California. Okay. Sounds like Cotillions? a lizard. What? <laughs> cotillion. Like, I got a green cotillion here on my arm. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, Have you never heard the word cotillion before? Mm, of course, I've heard it. Yeah, I, yeah, I say cotillion okay, all the time. That's a no. That's okay. a flat out no. I have not no. heard cotillion. So cotillions are like a fancy ball that doesn't really happen too much anymore. It's like when... It's kind of like um, uh, like when kids are like introduced to society in like a fancy way. Okay, this sounds weird. It is kind of weird, but okay. for the most part, it's done. They don't really kids, do like they still do them. Welcome to society. This yeah, so is it, your it, it's hap- it happens. <laughs> <laughs> it happens in like you know fancy rich neighborhoods. Yeah. I don't know. Clearly, I've never been to a fucking cotillion, okay? <laughs> Clearly, I've never heard of one. <laughs> Seems weird that Willow and Xander would be going to a cotillion because they're mostly Southern at this point. Like okay. fancy Southern families do them. Okay. All right. All right. Anyway, Willow goes back to trying on another dress as Xander asks what base she and Oz have gotten to. Uh, can't Excuse ask those me. questions there, Xander. Can't ask those questions. Yeah. Willow tells him that's none of his business. Alexander Harris, she says. <laughs> Don't know if you knew his full name. <laughs> so mm, I guess I didn't. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> um yeah, but it's just funny that like they don't call him Alex, it's Sander. Yeah. You know? Right. Anyway. Uh and then she asks about him and Cordelia, and he says a gentleman never talks about his conquests and she starts to make fun of like oh when did you become a gentleman but as she comes around the changing screen she is awestruck at how good he looks in a tux mm, and xander versa. feels the same way about yeah. willow mm-hmm. um, who is now she's now in an elegant long sleeveless black dress right now that he I tells see some her that sparkage. she looks gorgeous sparks mm. are flying yeah this was maybe another prediction I should have pulled from you, but yeah, um, mostly just that you, I mean, it's kind of been brought up a couple of times before that you thought that now that Willow is with Oz, Xander's going to get jealous and be like, oh, what right. am I, what was I missing? You know, like that kind yeah. of thing. He kind of, he kind of goes in and out of those phases, but yeah. I think now this is, this is starting to become purely physical at this This becomes point. a thing. Yeah. So yeah. let's, let's. Right. Keep going. Let's march um, forward. Yeah. So then Willow gets nervous about her inability inability to dance, which if she was at a cotillion, she should know how to dance. I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, that's what you do at a cotillion. You learn how to dance? You learn how to dance. Well, you learn uh, how to dance for the cotillion. I see. And All if right. that was in eighth grade, then it wouldn't have been that long ago. Okay. Four years. Okay. Anyway, Xander says, piece of cake. Piece of crumb <laughs> cake. Piece of Easy crumb cheese cake. cake. And he starts to show her how to dance. They get closer and closer. 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 And then they make out kissies. Yeah. Oh, boy. They do. And I don't like this. You don't like it? I fast forwarded it. Oh, because of the Oz. Mm, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Doesn't feel right, does it? No, goes on no. for a few seconds and they both panic and jump back. Yeah. Willow says it must Filled be close. passion. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then they're filled with fright once they yes. break apart. Right. 
and guilt. And Willow says that it must be the clothes. Xander says they got to get out of their clothes. And then they both realize what they could have been implying. And they were like, Willow's like, Uh I didn't mean. And Xander's like, I didn't mean either. And they kind of like run in opposite directions of the room. Yeah. Um, And then in the library the next day, Buffy has a dry erase board detailing the strengths and weaknesses of each of her homecoming queen competitors as Xander, Willow, and Oz sit on a table across from her. And I guess not Oz so much, but Xander and Willow are fidgeting nervously and looking like they want to be anywhere else but right there. Right. Um, But uh, let me say this. All right. Say it. I'm going to get you fired up for a second here, okay? When you look at oh boy. Xander and Oz, I mean. Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't I'm you just dare. Okay. Don't you think. You, you want me Zan- fired up, Patrick? <laughs> this I'm is what fired I was looking up. for. Yeah, okay. Here we go. Here we go. This, this is what is I was looking why, for. Yeah. This is why. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Xander, he had all the goddamn time in the world. Okay, right. to realize uh-huh. how fucking amazing Willow is, but yeah. no, he's chasing all these unattainable ladies that he right. can't have. Okay, all the shiny things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then he finally lands you call Cordelia, Willow attainable? the most unattainable. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Of all of his right women that he tried to get. I mean, I guess Buffy is probably more unattainable because he never actually got Buffy. Right. Because he doesn't have Willow, only because her. Willow is now dating someone else. You think now so? He sees the value. You in think Willow? that's why, though? You think? Yes. 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 Mm, okay. Of I thought course. It was, I thought it was like real chemistry. It felt like real she, chemistry in this scene. Yeah, I mean, I think it is, but I think it's okay. I think a lot of it just has to do with the fact that, I mean, like he, because he did start making all these quips. He started making out with Cordelia long before there was a Willow and Oz. Right. And that's true. And he didn't, he never had a problem until boom, all yeah. of a sudden Willow's with Oz. Now he's got a problem. Mm-hmm. And now right. all of a sudden he's attracted to her. And he views so, his relationships as conquests. So yes. And perhaps he's creepy. <laughs> he's, you know, we've, he, we've just, we've, already discussed at how Some he's a passive AF. and not so passive pervy mm-hmm. you know oz super gentleman even when willow was throwing herself at him he was right. like hey that's on the empty side it looks like right now you're just making xander jealous and that's not what i want yeah okay, okay. so yeah. oz is a catch okay oz is a beautiful man okay mm. he mm. can play guitar mm. yeah yeah okay. he's very respectful yeah. Okay. Except he's a warwolf. Doesn't matter. Point, That's points. not his fault. Eh, so, you know, it's still, still That's some not his fault, and he feels bad about it, and yeah. he locks himself up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. He locks himself up. Xander's supposed to be on Oz duty, and he falls asleep. Mm, yeah, that was not... That wasn't good. No. Okay. Oz, or Xander makes all these remarks about faith. He can't stop paying attention to Buffy. Yeah. So he doesn't know what he wants. Real hound dog. He doesn't deserve Willow. (laughs) He's not good enough for her. He's not good enough for Willow. But the werewolf is. Yes. Okay. Okay, he's the perfect man. All right. Just trying to follow all the logic here. (laughs) Okay. Okay. You got me fired up. This is on you. I sure did. Yeah. I like to see red in your eyes every once in a while. 
Yeah. <laughs> get the fire going. All right. Well, mission accomplished. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Buffy gives them assignments. Okay. So she says, Willow, I need you to make a database. See who's for us, who's on the fence, and where our real crisis areas are. Oz, you take the fringe. Musicians, those not normally inclined to vote. Xander, what? And then Cordelia enters and crosses her arms. Buffy tries to make peace, saying that they should all get along during the campaign. They're almost friends. And they'll all be riding in the limo together. But Cordy does not care. She asks Willow how the database is coming along. So clearly she already put Willow on making a database. And Mm. Willow says that it's almost done. Xander has made her new flyers. And then Buffy gives them a betrayed look. And Xander starts toward Cordy saying, she's my girlfriend. And then Willow goes to follow him. And she says, it's just, she needs it so much more than you. And Oz says, as Willow goes, so goes my nation. Yeah. And as Willow, Xander, and Oz look ashamed at standing behind Cordy, Cordy says, thanks for what you said, Buffy. I think we're getting along great, don't you? And they all head out, leading Buffy, leaving Buffy behind. They're all looking ashamed. <laughs> Not all Cordelia, looking ashamed. But um, Giles comes up to sit next to Buffy, remarking that this seems like a lot of fuss for one little title. But Buffy takes a sip of her juice and tells him she isn't taking it too seriously. And then grips the bottle a little too hard, <laughs> shattering it in it. her hand. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. Yes. In the quad, campaigning is in full swing as Buffy and Cordy make dagger eyes at each other, handing out flyers and talking to fellow students. And we cut between this campaigning montage and the Slayer Fest participants, oh. contestants, like I don't know what you would call them, uh, uh, readying themselves. Yeah. That's a good question. What would you call them? Festies? Because I mean, Yeah. I guess they're festival kind of goers because <laughs> they're they're all trying to they're all trying to be the ones to kill yeah. the slayers. So I guess they're contestants. Yeah, sure. Yeah. If it's um, like a game. Yeah, yeah. So we see a hunter guy checking his gun. Mm-hmm. This, uh, this slayer fest is wild. Wild. It's Ever wild. tracks all kinds of people. Oh, demons, yeah. Things. Foes. All kinds of foes. Personalities. Villains. Yeah. Uh, the the Gruenstaller brothers are wrestling. Lyle and Candy Gorch are making out. Yeah, Candy. Yep, Just a piece and then of Candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buffy slaps a much larger poster over Cordelia's, and then we cut back to the Gruenstaller brothers' boss. So this is the guy in the wheelchair, um, checking out a map on his computer. The hunter guy testing out a bear trap. Uh, Kulak produces serrated throwing dagger things out of his forearms and then (laughs) chucks them at a wall. (laughs) Uh, That was crazy. Yeah. Um, Then Buffy drops a folder and papers as she's coming down the stairs in the quad and Scott picks them up for her, tells her that she has his vote and she starts to tell it. She starts to like protest and then she's like, thank you. And as and like he walks away um, and then she like puts a check next to his name on a notepad and then um, drops her folder again in front of the next guy who walks by. <laughs> so this is a little bit she's got going on. Oh, sure. <laughs> to yeah. like, you know, feel helpless and, you know, demure or whatever, which is not something that Buffy is, clearly. Mm-hmm. Then we see Buffy wearing a Letterman jacket and laughing and chatting with some athletes, adding some more checks to her list. Sure. She, she starts handing. Yeah. Canvassing. She's campaigning. Yep. Yeah. Um, she starts to hand out really big chocolate cupcakes. That would win which, me over. In oh my a god, me second. too. I'm I like, can't even you tell you. Brought me this cupcake, Buffy. I I'll can't vote even tell you for you for whatever. 
how much of a rage I was in today as I was looking at the like rewatching this episode and looking at the cupcakes. And you needed because one. I've been counting calories. Dave and I are like counting calories oh. and trying to cut back a little bit before the wedding. The pre wedding cut calorie yeah. cut. Boy, and I'm like, I want a cupcake so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I was turning into like cup, cup, cupcake C- and Cupenstad. Cupenstad. Cakenstad. Cakenstad. And then, yeah. So then Cordelia comes by and hands the people with the cupcakes, these like big baskets with treats and takes their cupcakes from them and throws them in the trash right in front of Buffy. <laughs> right. This is rough, man. Yeah. But also, if I was one of those students, I'd be like, pfft. Give me all the things. Also, don't take my fucking cupcake. I'm going to eat that and have your basket. Yeah, try to get this cupcake out of my hand. All right, Cordelia? Just try. Try. Just try it. Mm -hmm. And then Buffy finds a very jumpy willow in the hall and plays the old, you know, I saved your Uh, life countless times card. Uh And Willow agrees to give her 15 minutes alone with Cordelia's database. Buffy tells her that they're all set with the limo, that it'll pick up Faith and then her and then everyone else, which the Gruenstaller brothers hear thanks to their spy gadgetry. Oh, they got so much spy gadgetry. Oh, yeah. You're talking about Inspector Gadget. Last Mm. episode, episode before, can't remember. Last episode, I think. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is, oh yeah, it was definitely last episode. What's their name? Because. What's the name? The Gruenstad? The, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Gruenstall, oh, what? I just lost. <laughs> Gruenstaller. 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 The Gruenstaller. Gruenstaller. Staller. Gruen apparently is green in German. I looked at this up because I was like, does this mean anything? And Gruen is green, but green Staller is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, then we cut to Buffy walking in the hall with Jonathan, who's shoving one of the big chocolate cupcakes into his mouth. I thought it was a muffin. I was like, eating muffins, Jonathan? He's a little muffin. Little stud muffin, this (laughs) guy. (laughs) Look at this guy. (laughs) Love this guy. Oh, yeah. He's like living large. Oh, he's living large. Yeah. He's like getting buttered up left Mm -hmm. and right. Yeah, brushing elbows with all, all the hot chicks in school. Oh yeah. yeah, he's like he's like totally. Oh yeah, right. He's like, he's like super your hands smug. are smooth, and so <laughs> is your muffin. Whoa, what, Jonathan? The chocolate Jeez. muffin that he was given. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Jonathan is to... a perfect gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> is he? <laughs> Don't you slander my Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but who do you love more, Jonathan or Giles? No, Giles. No, okay, no question. Good. Um, good. I just Jonathan, needed to level set. Jonathan's for a just like there. a cute little pet that like I can see from afar. But yeah, Giles you look, is little pat him on the head. Yeah, you just pat him on his head and you say, "Run along there, Jonathan." But Giles, that's a lifestyle. A oh life yeah. Giles. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, she's trying to sweeten him up, and and he says that Cordelia gave him six dollars, which can buy a whole lot of cupcakes. And I'm like, where are you fucking buying cupcakes, man? Hey, it was ninety. Feel like you can't get one cupcake for six dollars. Yeah, these nowadays, days. but ninety eight cupcakes, not that size a, anyway. You get about six cupcakes, I would presume, maybe oh more. My God, sixty five cents a cupcake. That's what I, I'm thinking. Ninety eight. Okay. Yeah, I don't think so. Not cupcakes that size. You don't think so? 1998 cupcakes? Well, that size, yeah, you're right. Well, it depends on where you get them. If you get them at like the old ShopRite, you might be able to nab them for uh, 69 cents, you know? That's true. Two for a dollar, perhaps. I want cupcakes so fucking bad right now. I know. I'm just torturing you talking about it. (sighs) What is this show doing to me? 
What's your favorite cupcake? Let's get into it. <laughs> you um, know what they say, lean in. <laughs> well, I make I make a lot of good cupcakes, as you know, as you have experienced them before. Right, I right. Think. But if, if you could have any cupcake, though, one cupcake for the rest of your life, what are you going with? I don't know if I can make that decision. Well, okay. Well, I guess it would have to be some it. kind of chocolate cupcake because... Chocolate's definitely involved, for me yeah. at least. I mean, I really like... My favorite cupcake that I buy somewhere else is the Irish Car Bomb Cupcake from Nora Ooh, Cupcake Company in really Middletown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a... I want to say it's a Jameson... They got like Jameson in the cake, like it's a chocolate cake with Jameson in it. Mm -hmm. And then the frosting, I'm pretty sure has Bailey's in it. And then there's a malted milk ball on the top. Okay. Wow. It's really good. Sounds amazing. (laughs) But I make a really good vegan, um, actually this would probably be my favorite, a vegan vanilla bean cupcake with chocolate ganache frosting. Because that hits all the points, you know? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but I also make a banging red velvet cupcake. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thanks for that. Um, Welcome. Now I am going to eat my I'm own. starving. Yeah, me too. All right. So then Cordelia. So yeah. Sh- oh, where am I? Okay. Jonathan <laughs> tells <laughs> And I'm back. <laughs> You're seeing double now. Truly. Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um. So yeah, Jonathan tells Buffy that Cordelia gave him $6 and then we see Cordelia talking to a group of nerdy looking guys and she says, are you kidding? I've been doing the Vulcan death grip since I was four. And she spreads her <laughs> hand into a Live V. long and prosper. And she pokes, pokes one of the guys repeatedly on the forehead with That's it. That's what you do, right? <laughs> I'm like, I'm yeah. like, okay, I don't know. This is Star Trek, right? Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is so a Star like, Trek. I don't know Star Trek, but I know that this can't be called the Vulcan Death Grip. <laughs> that the, doesn't sound right well, to me. Well, the Vulcan de- Death Grip, I think, uh, is what Spock uses to grab somebody and then like they pass out. But which is, this is, I know this is like the live long that, and prosper thing. Yeah, but that's is the it live and something? prosper, but that's also for Vulcan Vulcans. That's from Spock. Right, Yeah, but is it called It's like something? a peace sign for Vulcans. I don't know what it's called. It's called a V, okay. man. <laughs> yeah hand v that's what you call it for vulcan for vulcan yeah. yeah live long and prosper yeah i mean i know that i just i was like okay it's definitely this is not called the death grip for sure i don't know well, if she's I talking about something that else you when you do the death grip i mean trekkies can write in and correct us but yeah. i think when you do it i think you do do some sort of v with your hand right it only makes Vul- sense because vulcan because vulcan death right. grip right Right. So you, you don't stay know. On you're, brand. you're not into the Star Trek world that much? I enjoy it. I haven't seen all the older films. I've only seen like the first of the older films, but the mm-hmm. new ones I love. What about, wasn't it a series first though? A TV show? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't Next seen Next Generation, right? Well, well yeah. Well, there's, there's probably that, but first generation. Originally, there's a 1960 series. Yes. That's that had, right. uh, uh, what's his name? Captain Kirk and uh, Leonard Nimoy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. William Shatner. That William guy. Shatner William and Leonard Shatner. Nimoy. But then they were all in uh, the movies that started in the 80s or 79. Yeah. Whoopi yeah, Goldberg go was in the show. Yeah. All right. That's all I know. All right. That's yep. the I think we've exhausted our Star Trek knowledge. J.J. <laughs> Abrams, I can talk about please, all day long. Please write in if we got any of this wrong. Yeah, Trekkies, we, write we, in. We're not. And we'll write you back and world. say, Nanu, Nanu. <laughs> 
Oh, boy. <laughs> That's Star Trek, right? <laughs> we just pissed them all off. Now we're definitely getting hate mail. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot, Pat. Yeah. Usually I'm the one pissing people off, but today yeah. it's you. Not this week. That's nice. Tired. It's and, good. You know. Good break for me. Okay, mm-hmm. anyway, um, so Buffy confronts Cordelia about paying for votes, and they go back and forth for a bit until Buffy finally says, how can you think it's okay to talk to people like this? Do you have parents? And Cordelia says, yeah, two of them, unlike some people. Yikes. Woof. Salt Yikes. in the wound, Cordy. I know. Take it and easy. And Buffy just kind of looks at her and is like, your brain isn't even connected to your mouth, is it? Mm-mm. Then Willow and Xander come up, behind cordelia as she tries to push buffy and walk past her she kind of like puts her hand on buffy's shoulder to like push past her and buffy grabs her hand Mm-mm-mm. which she could easily break it oh, and yeah. she like throws it off of her and she says don't ever do that again and then cordy calls buffy a crazy freak buffy calls cordelia a vapid whore yeah <laughs> xander's like w okay Xander kind of like holds Cordelia by the shoulders and like backs away as Willow Mm -hmm. approaches Buffy and says this is just and then we cut to her saying the worst thing that's ever happened ever as she's pacing behind Xander in her bedroom later that day Xander sits next to her on the bed and says I know I know it's just when I look at you now it's like I'm seeing you for the first time Willow says I'm talking about Buffy and Cordelia yeah not good dude Too fucking late, All okay? it took was a dress, and now I can see that you're pretty. Mm-hmm. Us men are so stupid sometimes, so aren't stupid. we? So stupid. So dumb. Yeah. So dumb. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Willow says that they have to do something. She feels responsible because she feels like they kind of overcompensated with guilt for their kissing by helping Cordelia, thus spinning the whole group dynamic out of order. Then they get flirty again, but they don't kiss. And Willow asks Xander, what are we going to do? And Xander says that they have to get them, meaning Buffy and Cordelia, communicating again. But this time Willow was talking about her and Xander. Is this when she says, your mouth does just the sweetest thing? Yeah. Yeah. That was right before she says all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's funny that you're just glossing over this. I think this like truly yeah, pains you. I am. It this is. whole dynamic. So I just skip right over it. Wow. Also, I'm mm. trying to move things along and I don't It's almost think like that's the incest relevant. stuff. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. <laughs> not that bad. No, I just don't. I just. Well, okay. Can you blame me? I fucking love Seth Green. I know. Okay? You I love, love this Oz. Oz. You're hurt by this. this I'm uh, hurt. What do you call it when you go behind someone's back? Betrayal. Betrayal. Yeah. This yeah, love it betrayal. It stings. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it not one bit, Patrick. Mm-hmm. I know. High school. High school drama. So much. We cut to Buffy leaving her house in a pretty red evening gown, looking very beautiful. She gets in the limo and finds Cordelia, not Faith, sitting there wearing a green satin dress. Also yeah. looks beautiful. Red and, and green. She's got a couple yeah. of Christmas. Couple of uh, Christmas hoes. that's not what i was gonna say (laughs) but all right christmas elves elves (laughs) elves i don't know what i was gonna say ornaments too tall for elves definitely wasn't gonna say i take take back (laughs) hose i don't know what just came out of my mouth (laughs) they look beautiful okay yes yes very elegant very elegant put together Cordelia has a corsage on her wrist and she hands Buffy the card that she found in the limo and Buffy reads, Dear Cordelia and Buffy, we won't be riding to the dance with you. We want you to 
Uh, we want you work to work out, out your problems because our friendships are more important than who wins homecoming queen. Your friends. P.S. The limo was not cheap. Work it out. Very work nice. Very it out. It's but funny because. Part of the fun of being in a limo, though, is being in it with a group of friends. Yeah. You don't want to be well, in a I mean, limo working out your married. differences with no. uh, somebody that you're warring with socially. Well, maybe they figure that there's enough room for them to like sit across from each other and scream at each other or like push each other around in the limo or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't That's know. That's what I'm guessing. Seems like a like a bad tactic to fix it. Maybe they just, just like they already had the limo paid for, you know, so they had right. to use it. So they were like, "This is like, how eh, we're gonna use it." It's gonna be awkward if we're in there with them anyway. So we'll just let yeah. them go, and they can work it out. Let them work it out. Yeah, I don't know. If yeah. I was Cordy or Buffy, I'd be I'd be upset. I'd be like, "Really?" You'd be huffy Buffy. I'd be huffy Buffy. So she's surprised to see that they bought them corsages. So apparently that wasn't planned. And she takes the one that Cordy left behind, the non-orchid. Cordy made it very clear that she took the orchid. Mm -hmm. The driver gets in, puts in an earpiece, and we see it's the one of one of the Gruenstaller brothers. Gruenstaller. He, He's Gruenstaller. the Gruen driver. Mm. Also, his pupils are huge, I noticed in this shot. Oh. Close up of his face, pupils gigantic yeah very dilated too bad it wasn't like his eyes close and then his eyes open you know like a classic right. lost mm -hmm. yeah like oh anyway. no the limo driver is dead and then <gasps> yeah yeah that'd be cool um he drives down a road by the woods as buffy and cordelia continue to argue about the corsages and then the limo stops and we hear the driver run off and Buffy hears it too. So the girls get out of the, the limo and they find that they're at the edge of the woods. Buffy notices a VCR and a monitor waiting for them on a rock. <laughs> Very elaborate. You got to <laughs> run power out there. I know. From I was wherever. thinking that too. Especially in 98. Come on. Right. Trick had gotta, to go to like Ace Hardware and buy a whole bunch of extension cords. He's like, Yeah, like 300 you got extension longer? cords. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I got to run it all the way out to the middle of the forest by a road. You know, don't worry yeah. about it, okay? This is for homecoming, okay? okay. All right. Like for Thinking about it too logically. Um, yeah, but I thought of that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, a sign on the VCR says, press play, and Buffy does. And Trick appears on the screen again in his fancy velvet right. um, suit. And he says, hello, ladies. Welcome to Slayer Fest 98. What is Slayer Fest, you ask? Well, as in most, uh, as in most of life, there's the hunters and the hunted. Can you guess where you two fall? From the beginning of this tape, you have exactly thirty seconds, and he checks his watch. No, that's seventeen now, to run for your lives. He says, mm. "Faith, mm -hmm. Buffy, have a nice death," and the picture fades to black. And the word Slayer Fest appears. <laughs> I love how he has like a white. whole video production for this. Like they shot it in the studio. The lighting's not bad. And they even concocted uh, like a logo. A, a logo, graphic design work. Yeah. For, for Slayer Fest okay, video. Question for you. If okay. Mr. Trick came yeah. to you and asked yeah. for you to produce this video for him, uh -huh. what do you say? It uh, depends on what part of my career I'm in. Uh, early early parts of my career, I would take any job that was given to me. They're like, hey, mm -hmm. can you shoot? I'm like, say no more. I'm your man. <laughs> but now <laughs> I'm very choosy about what projects I take on. Yeah. So now I would say no to Mr. Trick. But when I was 22, fresh out of college, 
I would have said, yes, Mr. Trick, and I'll do it for $50. No problem. Piece of crumb cake, easy cheesecake. <laughs> Here's your tape. <laughs> now, do you yeah. think that when you finished the project, right? do you think he would eat you? Uh, he could try. But <laughs> okay. me, especially 22-year-old me, very spry. <laughs> yeah. He would lunge at me, and I would just sort of sidestep out of the way. I'd brush my shoulder, and I'd say, you disco time's Dave. up. Time's up. Rules change. And then I'd just and take run off away. running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Like the kid in uh, uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, logo is almost as good as the Lost logo. Oh, come on. The Lost logo is <laughs> not that bad. It's nowhere near. <laughs> um, and then Cordelia just kind of shouts to the woods. Hello, how stupid are you people? She's a slayer. I'm a homecoming queen. <laughs> and then they hear a distant gunshot and the monitor explodes and they run. Yeah. At the bronze, homecoming is rocking. Dingo's Ate My Baby are playing. Oh, so yeah. Oz is on stage. And Willow and Xander are standing awkwardly. If, if this was a COVID situation, they'd be fine. They're like six feet apart. Right. Perfectly socially distanced. Yeah. And they're mm-hmm. very awkward. Um, Faith comes up between them and asks why they're so mopey. And Xander's like, we're not mopey. We're grooving. We're grooving, man. Check this out. And then Willow says that Oz wrote this song for her. Um, of course. Faith spots Scott dancing with another girl oh, already. Scott. Moving on too and fast. And she's blonde. Oh, and she, so she Buffy looks at 2. him. Buffy 2.0. Yeah. Oh, yeah, upgrade. right. Upgrade? D- no way. <laughs> Impossible. Downgrade. Impossible. Um, yeah, so she she sees, uh, Faith sees Scott, and then she turns to Willow and says, sleazebag, like meaning him. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And then she walks off. And then Giles comes up behind them in a hurry and says, we have to find Buffy. Something terrible's happened. And Willow and Xander just stare at him, <laughs> and he smiles, and he's like, just kidding. Thought I'd give you a scare. Oh, <laughs> uh, I loved like it. Giles being funny. Yeah. And then he says, are those finger sandwiches? <laughs> yeah, and he runs off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then we cut to Buffy and Cordelia running through the woods um, and they kind of slow to a walk and Cordelia warns Buffy just as she's putting her foot into the bear trap, Uh-oh. but she's able to pull her foot out in time. Uh, and then Buffy pulls Cordelia to the ground and the hunter who they call Jungle Bob, <laughs> Jungle, Jungle Bob's Bob. shot misses. I think they call him <laughs> Jungle Bob because Buffy later on, like when she's talking about the corsages says Jungle Bob. Oh, okay. They don't actually like like call nickname. him that like i don't yeah. think trick calls him moniker. jungle bob yeah. yeah buffy throws the activated bear trap at him and he steps back into an open one Yow- yowza youch youch yeah, i don't know what i was <laughs> trying to say there buffy takes his rifle from him and asks how many are there in this little game and what are they packing and jungle bob says there's me two germans with ar-15s and grenade launcher <laughs> Yellow skinned demon with long knives, vampire couple from Texas named Gorch. And yeah. I don't, I'm just wondering how this guy got here. Yeah, like, he seems he, out of place. He does. And, and he I, gives up all the information. Yeah. Well, I mean, when your leg is caught in a bear trap, what else are you going right. to do? I don't know. Yelp. Yelp yeah. for help? Yeah. yeah I, I, guess. I wouldn't be, uh, I don't know how uh, loyal he would be to the um, Slayer Fest 98. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. I thought it, I thought it was weird that he was there. I, I was kind of thinking like, oh, was this maybe supposed to be 
the werewolf hunter guy, Kane? Werewolf? Yeah, perhaps. I mean, they don't make any attempt to try to figure out why he's there. Right. For a second, I was like, is that the werewolf? I was like, no, the werewolf hunter guy was like way more badass because this guy had like a pelt on too. Yeah. I was like, that pelt's pretty cool. Yeah. So maybe they wanted to make him come back, but- There wasn't any trivia about it, so I don't know. Yeah, they couldn't book him. He's he's like, no, I'm out of here. I'm in Sri Lanka. But you're right. This guy seems out of place. He's a little bit too much of a normie. Yeah. Yeah. Normie Um, Norman. And then he tells her that the Germans are wired. Their boss is tracking them on a computer. Out of nowhere, Kulak's arm knife slices into the tree next to Cordy. Um, At the bronze, Faith pushes between Scott and his dancing partner and says... Scott, there you are, honey. Hey, good news. The doctor says that the itching and the swelling and the burning, and she's like like motioning like down her nether regions, mm-hmm. um, should clear up. And then she puts her, her hands on his chest and says, but we got to keep using the ointment. And then she says hi <laughs> to his date and then squeezes him and takes off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Which I was like, Faith might be a little wild, but I really like the way that she, you know, has got yeah. Buffy's back right here. <laughs> Right. This, this seems like a you move. Oh, 100%. <laughs> if you're you better fired fucking up believe I would have done that. Yeah, you Hell could, fucking, I, yeah, I would have. You're certainly capable of this. <laughs> yeah, I can't say that I've ever been presented an opportunity to do something no. like that. No, um, but, but you got uh, just enough yeah. uh, trick in your uh, in your game, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, not, yeah. I would. Not like the trick in the show, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I would definitely do this. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Good on her, I say. <laughs> Giles tries another joke with Willow and Xander. He says, I suspect the uh, finger food contains actual fingers, but he fails to get a laugh again. <laughs> and yeah. then he leaves his finger sand- sandwich with Xander and heads back to the library. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm just going to go He's back. He's like, okay, I'm just going to retreat back to the library. <laughs> yeah, it's time for some um, tea. He's like, this is not my scene. Time for a cuppa. Uh, Buffy kicks down the door of a rundown cabin, and then she and Cordelia rush in. Buffy still has the rifle as she grabs a chair to barricade the door, pulls the curtains mm. closed, and tells yeah. Cordelia to find a weapon. This is like um, a cabin in the woods sort yeah. of deal, kind of like Evil Dead. You yep. Know? Yeah. Well, Cabin in the Woods was Joss Whedon. Right. True. So mm. this is maybe the precursor to Cabin in yeah. the Woods. He's, He's like, like, let's do Wait more of that. Now. Let's, let's revisit this. Yeah. And Cordelia starts crying. She's like, I'm never going to be crowned homecoming queen. I'm <laughs> never going to graduate from high school. I'm never going to know if it's real between me and Xander or if it's just <laughs> some temporary insanity that made me think I loved him. Yeah. And now I'm never going to get a chance to tell him. It's not, <laughs> not quite as squeaky whiny as me, but yeah. you get the picture. Sure. Buffy comforts her, sort of, kind of like telling her that they'll get out and then Buffy will be crowned homecoming queen. So she kind of riles up Cordelia so that she won't be afraid. Um, yeah. And then Cordelia fired starts. fired up. Yeah. Cordelia starts searching for a weapon. She finds a spatula. Spatula. <laughs> you never know. Um, and then she also tells Buffy that there's a phone. And in the fancy apartment, the Gruenstaller's boss is tracking the girls on his computer and he tells Trick that they have a phone. Buffy is leaving a message for Giles when the line goes dead and the Gruenstaller brothers are um, there in all black with AR-15s at the ready, listening as their boss tells them where to go outside of the... So they're like closing in on the um, cabin, basically. Yeah, they look like the... Um, what was that game? 
That was that game that used to ca- that used to come out, the Siphon Filter. Uh, what's the name no of the video idea. game? It had the had the guy on the front, Tom Clancy's. Uh, he had Ghost like a, Recon. No, you're close though. Um, oh, I'm surprised that I pulled that yeah. one right out of my ass. Ah, it starts with an S. I don't know. I don't know. It's gonna hit me in the face later on. Yeah, you just whenever it comes back to you. Okay, I'll Google uh, it. Uh, Tom Clancy's spatula gun. Yeah, that's, that's it. probably How'd you it, know? right? <laughs> Tom Clancy's spatula army. Tom Clancy's secret game. Come on. Okay. All right, I'm just going to keep going and you, you yeah, yeah, yeah. figure it I'll out. I'll figure it out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Giles enters his office, sees that he has a message and he plays it. Um, and then in the cabin, Cordelia complains and asks splinter Buffy. Splinter Cell. Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell. Yeah, these guys look like two Splinter Cell guys. Oh, okay. okay well, you could definitely get some splinters in that cabin. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Get your own Splinter Cell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, Cordelia complains and asks Buffy why she even wants to be homecoming queen when she does stuff like this. Popularity contest stuff. Why else? And Buffy says, "Because this is all I do. This is what my life is. You couldn't understand. I just thought homecoming queen. I could pick up a yearbook someday and say I was there. I went to high school. I had friends, and for one moment, I got to live in the world, and there'd be proof, proof that I was chosen for something other than this. Besides, Hmm. I look cute in a tiara." Mm-hmm. And then Kulak comes crashing in. Kulak, Kulak, cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he knocks the rifle out of Buffy's hands and swings at her with his arm blades. Yeah, um, so cool. Buffy Kulak. grabs the antlers off the wall to keep him back. Uh, Kulak <laughs> slices Buffy's arm, not too deep, just a flesh yeah. wound. Um, as Cordelia grabs the rifle and tries to shoot Kulak, but hits a bottle on the wall instead. And then Buffy tells her to stick to the spatula. Hmm. The Gru and Staller brothers sneak up and their boss tells them to prepare to launch. Buffy is still <laughs> battling Kulak as they shoot a grenade into the cabin. Buffy pulls Cordelia out a window as Kulak tries a window on the opposite side of the cabin, but it's boarded Ruh-roh. up so he falls back Uh-oh. right on, like right next to the um, grenade. Yeah. And we see Buffy and Cordelia running away from the cabin as the grenade explodes nice, by Kulak. Huge explosion. Kaboom. This whole cabin yeah. goes up. It's great Our, special effect. I was really curious to see if like it was just going to be like red or like yellow goo everywhere from Kulak. <laughs> Kulak's yellow goo like blood. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But we don't see that. No. Nah, nor do we want to. No, I probably wouldn't want to, but I was curious a little bit. Yeah. The girls head toward the library as the assassin boys walk toward the burning cabin. So Buffy is like, we got to get to the library. Mm -hmm. Then in the library, we see Lyle and Candy, who have knocked out Giles and commandeered a crossbow, which Candy plans to fire into Buffy as a wedding present for Lyle and revenge what happened to Tector. Now you done effed up, okay? You knocked mm. my Giles out? Mm-hmm. If I were in the Buffyverse, time's up, rules change, okay? Okay, yeah, I time's would, up, I Lyle. Would. Oh, oh, but then again, kind of want to be friends with Lyle. But if you go after my Giles, mm-hmm. can't be friends anymore, Rules Lyle. change. Rules change, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You're no I'd longer protected. His, his six shooter, protected, tector, protectored. Protector. Yeah, I don't know. There's something there. Yeah, definitely something there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not good. Bad not good move, at all. Lyle. Mm-hmm. Bad move. Okay. Also, yeah. how many goddamn times 
has Giles been knocked out? Not my Giles. Okay. So many times. Lyle, Giles, something there too. In (laughs) the fancy apartment, (laughs) the boss tells Trick that the girls are heading back to town, but he's got his boys on it, so he's not worried. Then there's a knock at the door, and when Trick answers, two police officers drag him out. Buffy and Cordelia make it to the library where Candy, Vamp Candy, Candy, fights Mm. Buffy. Cordelia real Southern Belle and her pink boa. Candy. (laughs) (laughs) She's got the she's got the cowgirl hat on. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Does Mm -hmm. she? Very lovely. I don't know. That's what I picture in my mind's eye. She doesn't? Maybe she doesn't. (laughs) I think Lyle has one on. Yeah. Um, Cordelia throws Buffy the spatula and Buffy stakes candy with it. Lyle threatens to kill both of you slayers for this. And Cordelia steps up to him and she gives him the old what for. Oh, yeah. She does. She's like, listen, she's just Mm -hmm. the warm. She's just the runner up. I'm the queen or something. I don't know. And she's like, I'm not as even a slayer and I didn't even break a sweat. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. She just goes at him. And then he's like, you know what? I'm out of he here. Sees he sees his way out. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I've seen, I think I've seen enough. Yeah. I'm going yep. to go so back to Abilene. I'm going to go lick my wounds down south. Mm-hmm. Gets away mm-hmm. again. Gets away again. We're going to, we're going to, okay, I got a prediction. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Giles wakes up and they realize that the Germans are tracking them using the corsages. The Germans yeah. are sneaking through Sunnydale High wearing night vision goggles which doesn't make sense to me, right? This seems like a poor move because you should only be wearing night vision goggles when it's actually pitch black, right? Like very dark. There's yeah, still but, lights on in the school. Right, but if we, we yeah, but we, yeah, da, da. Wouldn't that blind for, them? For a TV, you know, we have to be able to see what's happening, right? So right, I don't like, think all the still lights, lights are on. No, not all the lights are on, but I feel like there's enough where you shouldn't, where... First of all, you shouldn't need night vision glasses. And secondly, wouldn't that blind you if you were wearing night vision glasses? If it's super bright, it might blind you. But yeah. I think if it's mostly dark or dim, I don't think it's going to blind you. Hmm. All right. Well, anyone isn't, if there's anybody that's a yeah. night vision goggle Any special specialist, ops people, please let siphon us know. filter. People? You don't have to tell us what you did or whatever if it's secret. No. I mean, Just, unless you want to, I'd be we, yeah, willing to be listen. Okay I like stories like that. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, we don't I'm have impressed. to, you know, we don't have to tell yeah. anybody. Mm-mm. Keep a secret. Um, yeah. Anyway. Okay. So I guess it's maybe not as bad as I thought it was. But anyway, they're being led by the coordinates that their boss is giving them. Yeah. Buffy runs past them with the corsages and they fire, but she's too fast. One follows her into a classroom and the other goes to the next classroom. Buffy throws the corsages onto the back of the one that followed her into the classroom yeah, like with, a giant spit wad. Yeah, so because yeah. she was like, we got to get rid of these. I need wet toilet paper. And Cordelia's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, that's going to uh, work. Well, yeah. it worked. It does work. Because it sticks to that Some guy's sticky back. sticky crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the other one fires at him, and then they keep firing at each other. And <laughs> as the targets disappear on the boss's monitor, he smugly says, I won. <laughs> I won. Got him. He didn't, though. No. He lost. Sir. Sir. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Then we cut to City Hall at night. A police officer escorts Mr. Trick into the mayor's office, who introduces himself as Richard Wilkins. Mr. Wilkins. The the mayor mayor, of Sunnydale. Not the police officer. Yes. Yeah. And he already knows Mr. Trick's name. 
And he mm-hmm. tells him, that's an exciting suit. <laughs> and I want to do some lines here. Okay. I will be Mayor Wilkins and you can be Trick. Okay. Okay. So, well, uh, uh, sorry. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, well started sir. Doing Christopher Walken. Yeah. <laughs> that's an exciting suit. Well, clothes make the man. Well, as I understand it, you're not a man exactly. Mr. Trick, I've been the mayor for quite some time. I like things to run smoothly. This is a very important year for me. Election year. Something like that. If this is the part where you tell me that I don't fit in here in your quiet little neighborhood, then you can just skip it. See, that all got old long before I became a vampire. Do you know what I'm saying? Do you have children? Children are the heart of a community. They need to be looked after, controlled. The more rebellious element needs to be dealt with. The children are our future. We need them. I need them. If this rebellious element means who I think it does, then that problem may be taken care of this very night. So I've heard. (laughs) That's a very enterprising idea you have, Slayer Fest. (laughs) I love that name, by the way. You see, that's the kind of initiative I need on my team. What if I don't want to be part of the team? Oh, no, that won't be an issue. And Trick just kind of looks at the mayor, and the mayor reaches onto his desk for a thin plastic box, opens the lid, and he says, See, you and I are going to get along very well, and offers the box to Trick's. <laughs> Moist towelette? <laughs> yeah, clean them hands. Got to keep yeah, them clean. Yeah, he likes, likes clean hands, this guy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the bronze, cool guy Deffen gets on stage to announce the homecoming queen as Buffy, Cordelia, and Giles show up. Cordelia tells the gang that they got hunted. Devin announces that for the first time in Sunnydale history, there is a tie for homecoming queen. Oh, my oh, God. And the fancy camera that. moves and closes in on Buffy oh, and Cordelia as they sh- are shocked. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But it's the other two girls. It's Holly, Holly, Holly Charleston and Michelle Blake. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and they they like bust through Buffy and Cordelia, pushing yeah. them aside as they head to the stage to make their speeches. And Devin like them. keeps switching, like holding the crown over one and then the other <laughs> as Buffy and Cordelia roll their eyes and And leave. they give speeches. Yeah. Yeah. And that's uh that's homecoming. That's the episode. Homecoming. Wow. Final thoughts, Pat? Yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a whole lot of fun. This one, this is a good a one. Love fun. seeing Lyle. Yeah. Don't like seeing Giles in peril. No. Uh, what do you think of Mister Trick? I think Mister Trick is uh, interesting. I think the I think we need more Mister Trick. Yeah. Want to see know. more of him? Yeah. I want Sounds a like lost he just style maybe got a flashback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if you'd call that promotion working for this sniveling mayor. Who's yeah. like, you have no choice but to work for me. Also, you better your hands better be clean. I'm gonna be yeah, checking also, for mayonnaise yeah. fingers. Right? You're gonna start chafing your hands up because you gotta clean it so much working around this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. No thanks. I'd have to look at the benefits package. You know, to make sure <laughs> that it'd be worth it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Want some trivia? Yeah, hit me with trivia. So this exchange between Buffy and Jonathan was cut for length. Um, so oh, when, come on. <laughs> I know. Well, this is why I had to tell you it. When they're yeah, in the yeah, hallway yeah. Um, uh-huh. walking, she says, okay, how about you vote for me and I don't beat the living crap out of you. What? And Jonathan, oh, Buffy. <laughs> I know. Jonathan says, that works for me. And she says, tell your friends. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, they so, had to cut that because yeah. that makes Buffy a bully and a jerk. And she's and already been that. kind of like that in past episodes. So yeah, not poor Jonathan. We don't need been more through of that. Enough. Right? This classism nonsense within high schools. Yeah. And a beautiful, beautiful soul like Jonathan who just graces our hallways and makes everything better. Yet, we discard him as trash. As a bag Lower of stale potato chips. Right? <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. He's majestic and beautiful person. <laughs> Do you think we're going to see more Jonathan? Of course we're going to see more Jonathan. <laughs> He's going to be here with us throughout the entire series. I want you to make a prediction about him. All right, please remind me. <laughs> okay, I will. <laughs> okay, you got any more trivia? All right, Buffy's uh, list of Cordelia's strengths when on her dry erase board reads, Mm -hmm. popular with boys, makes friends easily, has money to buy votes, expensive clothes, perfect teeth. Her list of of weaknesses is manipulative, two-faced, bad in sports, superficial, no sense of humor, fake smile, Brie Xander. (laughs) Brie? Yeah, because uh, in the last episode, um, both Cordelia and Xander, or sorry, in two episodes ago in Dead Man's Party, both yeah. Cordelia and Xander um, expressed a dislike for Brie Cheese. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you got this reference. I didn't. I had to look it up. But um, mm-hmm. when Oz says, as Willow goes, so goes my nation, it's a reference to the once oft used expression, as Maine goes, so goes the nation which Mm. described Maine's reputation as a bellwether state for presidential elections. So specifically, Maine's September election of a governor would predict the party outcome of the November presidential election Ah. in 20. It it did this for 22 out of the 29 presidential election years from 1820 to 1932. Wow. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. When he said that, it's not something I've ever looked up before, but I was like, this just feels too specific. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I don't under, like, I never heard the, as Maine goes, so goes the nation, but. Yeah. Um, hmm. But that's what it is, so. All right. Yeah. Wow. Fun. Fun. Fun, fun, fun. All right. That's Buffy. Well, you ready to get into some Lost? Oh, yeah. This is Lost Season 2, Episode 11. It's titled The Hunting Party. The Original hunting air date. Party. The Hunting Party. Lock and load. The original lock air date is January. Yeah, oh, yeah. Lots, lots of this. Lots of uh, locking and loading in this episode. Look at this. Look at that. Look at this. Look at that. Original air date is January 18th, 2006. Written by Elizabeth Sarnoff and Christina M. Kim. And directed by Stephen Williams. So... Sammy, predictions. Hit me right. with them. I didn't do well, okay, this episode. Because okay. yes. I predicted the backstory would be Charlie, which was not true. <laughs> Wrong. Um, I also said that I thought that Echo would tell Jack or Locke about Charlie's Mary statue. Ooh, big lack of Echo in this episode. Yeah, there's no Echo. Didn't even think about that. Yeah, right? He had, yeah, yeah, he's not in it at all. Not a peep. So I thought that 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 this was like maybe going to come to a head a little bit. Um, But I thought that Charlie was probably not using. He was just actively collecting just in case. We haven't seen him use. We haven't seen him use, but this didn't, none of this really happened. 
Right. However, in episode 36, I said that Michael will spend sleepless nights trying to connect with Walt in the computer, typing Walt in all caps. (laughs) And this will ultimately lead him down a path that leads to him being captured Uh again. Because he won't listen to Locke's warning about using the computer for anything other than inputting the code and he will probably be tortured and maybe killed. Wow. So at least that, you know. Seems like it might come true. Hmm? Maybe. And I did say long-term Michael prediction. Didn't okay. didn't know. I didn't know it was going to be so short-term, but. Right. Okay. There we cool. go. All right. Okay. So this episode starts with a flashback to Dr. Christian Shepard reviewing x-rays of a yeah, spine. Another, another freaking Jack backstory because we another, haven't had enough of another those. Another Jack story. Jack backstory. At least he doesn't have his stupid hair. <laughs> At least there's no stupid long Jack hair, huh? Yeah. So yeah, this is a more recent flashback. Yep. So they're whispering to each other, Jack and Christian Shepard, the docs, about basically saying, you know, after they're going over the x-rays, they're saying that this patient doesn't have a chance. And Kristen Shepard, Jack's dad, tells the patient, who's an older Italian man, and his Italian? daughter, Italian, the Italian stallion, the, his daughter, Gabriella, that the surgery is impossible due to the location of the tumor, and that it would take a miracle. And Gabriella turns her attention to old Jackie boy, and she says, you fix someone with a crushed spinal column and impossible surgery. And now she walks, Yes. I consulted many medical journals before making this trip here. And the lady asked Jack to be a hero. She's speaking Jackie's language. Mm, <laughs> you can see. She knows how to get to him. Mm-hmm. Jackie's ears perk right up. Mm-hmm. So Jack, after taking a few moments to look at the x-rays again, he says, I'll have to admit him in the next couple of weeks and run some tests. Yeah. And, so she basically is like, I didn't come here for him. I came right. here for you. Mm-hmm. She starts batting Christian, her eyes at him. Christian's like... I can't, we can't do this. It's impossible, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, listen, yeah. suck it, Christian. I didn't come here for you. Right? <sighs> we need somebody with a little hope like this guy over here, this hunk yeah. of a man. Hello this there, of big a boy. mouth breather. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> <sighs> look, I got to look at the x-rays a little longer, okay? <sighs> no, you know he what says, I got to say, though? I got to say, I feel like they cast them really well because as I was looking at it here with them so close together, Christian and Jack kind of look like each other. Father and son. Actors. I thought the same thing. So the older Italian man begins thanking Jack and Christian looks at him disapprovingly and he walks out of the room. And then Jack awakes with a start inside the hatch. He looks for Locke, but he finds him unconscious in the gun safe. And then Michael pops out of nowhere with a rifle behind Jack. And he plans on going after Walt. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Michael. And he's like, he is losing his mind. Oh, he yeah. He is. Tiho shifrum shoshe nyedit krisha nyespishe. Exactly my thoughts. Jack said, <laughs> you, you going to shoot me, Michael? And Michael says, no, but I'll shoot your damn computer. Nothing is, nothing is not what you think it is anyway. You don't understand, man. <laughs> you don't have any idea. Now get, in, now get in there. Yeah, it says, nothing is not what you think. Nothing is not what you think it is anyway. Yeah. Okay, does so, that make sense to you? <laughs> so he made as much sense as I just made to you. Right, exactly. Yeah, he, you, Michael, listen, okay, you're yeah. fucking, you're getting catfished, Michael, 
okay? You got to calm down. Fished. You got to yeah. calm down. You got to get back, get your ass back to that computer. You got to put in the buttons, the numbers, right. okay? You got to calm Just down. Let, we're going to wa- have you watch this movie. You're going to eat some yeah. popcorn. Have gonna some get ranch Kate dressing. In here. Going to yeah. get you some, some juicy juice. Some so juicy juice. Calm. Yeah. And we'll lace it with something and make you go nighty night. Okay. Exactly. Okay. And then you'll go to the bunk bed and you'll be fine. Tuck you'll you in. You'll be fine. Nice and tight. Get you a little get you a little stuffed animal. A little stuffed animal. Yeah, perhaps okay. uh, sun can knit you one or something. Why has it got to be sun? I, I just feel like she would be able to do that. Like she f- feels like the crafty one of the bunch. You don't bunch. think maybe a man could do that? Why I'm sure be a man a woman, could Pat? do it. But if I chose a man, you'd say, what, it ha- have to be a man that makes the stuff? No, animal? I wouldn't, Why couldn't it be actually. a female? I'd be like, wow, good on you for gender bending. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know how to play the gender games anymore. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> Jack offers to go after him or to go with Michael, but Michael demands that he must go alone. And then... <laughs> Are you broken? Know, no, I just have a weird note in the middle of it. It says, this is the cage on Lost, the gun safe in the hatch. Crossover, no meal slot, though. <laughs> just, every oh, once in nice. a while, I'll just have like, a random a, note in the middle of my transcript. A, so that's the, the cage on Lost. That's the cage yeah. on Lost, crossover. Yeah. Yeah. Crossover, no meal slot. <laughs> yeah. So that's anyways, really funny. Michael says he's got to go alone. <laughs> then we get the Lost title. Inside the hatch prison cell, Locke wakes up. And they quickly realize that there's no way out of the safe because it's Locke and uh, Jack in the safe Locke together. and Jack locked in the safe. Locked in the no safe. No meal slot. No meal slot. No way in or out except for the door. And their only hope is and Sawyer. And going to push the buttons? Exactly. Their only hope is Sawyer who needs to come to the hatch for getting his bandage changed. Gross. That's disgusting. Yeah. So <laughs> I, gross. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> So on the beach, Sawyer rests in his chair, and Kate throws a banana at him, waking, waking him up. Waking Boom. him up. Here's a banana, and she reminds him to change his bandages at the hatch. Banana. <laughs> squash banana, see shumana. Uh, she helps him up, and he gets real close to her. A lot yeah, of this crossover. Very you know, close. People getting close. People and, getting uh, too close for comfort. He Although says, I gotta say, yeah, maybe I'm maybe I'm team. Sawyer now. You like this, If you this, can believe huh? that. If you can well, believe that. I cannot that. believe this. Okay, so we'll My get into that. My socks just got blown off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, finally. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, you used to be so anti-Sawyer. Now it yeah, well, looks like uh, warming up a little. We're going to talk about this, okay? We're going to talk about Heating this. Heating up. Yeah. Heating up. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, yeah, he says thanks to Kate as he's real close to her, and she just sort of smirks at him coyly. And then they arrive at the hatch together, and they let the boys, Jack and Lockie, out of the safe. Kate runs over to punch in the numbers into the computer because it's blipping at this point. And then Locke and Jack lock and load and go after oh. Michael. hey mm-hmm. hey Sawyer grabs a gun too. And Jack's like, hey, what are you doing? And Sawyer's like, what does it look like? I'm coming with you. And Jack says, you're still on antibiotics. <sighs> and then Sawyer <laughs> says, it's a good thing I'm traveling with my doctor then. And I was like, yeah, this like is that. the worst idea. It's Come so on, bad. Sawyer. You I know. just... You just got out out of bed from a coma. Yeah. And now it's like, like time like to venture back ago. off into the jungle. Come on. Yeah. Mm-mm. So flashback to Jack Terrible doing idea. tests. Terrible. On the patient that we met earlier and the lady, meaning Gabriella, makes a confession saying, I don't believe in miracles. 
And then they talk about Jack's wife for a little bit. But I believe in you, this yeah. Italian temptress. Ooh, I knew yeah. what her temptress. game was. I knew what she was yeah. up to. You smelt uh, this fishiness? I smelt it mm-hmm. from a mile, mile away. mile away. Mm-hmm. This Italian temptress. I like that. <laughs> she says, uh, thank you. And he says, good night. And there's a little spark between these two, oh, huh? Yeah, there is. Yeah, this is like some sexual tension between these two. <laughs> you can cut it with a knife. You so can write Jack, that in your book. You can write that in your book and sign it. Jack arrives at home. Sarah, his wife, is wide awake in bed. But it's like early morning. It's like yeah, super it's like four thirty. I think they were saying. Yeah, so it's super early in the morning, and he says, "Sarah, I'm sorry. I meant to. I just got." And she says, "Hey, that's the price of being a miracle worker." And then she gets out of bed. Ooh. And he doesn't have his tat. In this he doesn't flashback. have his what? He his doesn't tat? have his tattoo. Tattoo? Yeah, oh. I don't know if that was a mistake or oh. if he really. I don't know. Yeah, because they show him like, like he's in bed, that. sitting up. And hmm. I checked both both shoulders, and he does not have his tat. Really, really gazing at them, Jack shoulders. Well, I was I because I'm I'm always trying to figure out what the hell is in that tattoo, so I sure. pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I, Jack yeah. doesn't do it for me. No, no. I think he's a handsome feller. Charlie's more my speed. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> Pun uh, not intended. Because <laughs> drugs. Oh right, drugs. Uh, you kidding tells, me? I'd be all over that. I'd be all over Charlie. That. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You would love that. Oh yeah. She tells Jack that she was late, so she got a pregnancy test, but it was negative. So don't worry, it's no big deal. And then Jack asked if you know she wants to talk about it, and she just refuses, and she pieces out. She just throws up the peace sign. She's like deuces, and she walks out just yeah. like that. Yep. Back on the yeah, island. Yeah, so seems <laughs> like they're having trouble conceiving. That's Is kind that? of what I, that's sort uh, of what I read there. No, it's not what I got. What I got was if she was pregnant, it would have been an accident, but she might be interested in maybe starting a family, but he's just so busy being a doctor and not really available emotionally or present in the relationship that she knows it's kind of a lost cause anyway. So this was just a way of saying like, oh, I might be pregnant. And he's like, huh, what? Like alarmed. And she's like, but I'm not. So don't worry about it because it's not going to happen. That's kind of how I read the situation. I could see that. But I think because of the fact that he says, do you want to talk about it? Makes yeah. me feel like like they've been trying uh, and yeah, have been maybe. unsuccessful. And so he, so like, He's trying to comfort her. Like, do you want to talk about this? Because this is just the latest disappointment or something. Like, that's sort of how I read that. That makes sense, too. Yeah. Okay. Could be either of those or maybe a combination. Yeah, probably. Back on the island, Kate wants to go on an expedition, on the expedition, and Jack refuses again. Hey, Jack, Mm -hmm. she can track. She can handle a weapon. Yeah, that's what I wrote. Just like she says. I was like, okay, this (laughs) this is what turned me against... Jack, Jack. Okay? In oh, the yeah. in the Kate Jack mm-hmm. Sawyer right. triangle. This yeah. is what turned me. I can't I am I'm yeah. not okay with how protective of her he is. Okay? Yeah. He's it's like too much. It's is way it, too much. Yeah. And guess and, what, Jack? She's not recovering from a gunshot wound. No, as well. she's a better person to have on this expedition than you right. are, and I get mm-hmm. even more pissed at him later on. Okay. Oh yeah. But oh yeah. This mm-hmm. is what starts to turn. Right. My so he says to her, he says, you're not coming. 
someone has to be here to take care of the button. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Not yeah. cool, right. Jack. You ladies stay in the hatch you and press the button. You fucking take care of the button. You, First you take of all, care of the button. Why would they send their only doctor off on an expedition? Right. I mean, I get it if they if they go on an expedition and they get hurt, then they need the doctor there. But there right. are way more people, you know, back at the main part of the island, back mm-hmm. on the beach. Yeah. The caves, whatever, that right. might need his attention if they get hurt. What yeah. if, you know, Jin's fishing, he gets a fish hook in his finger or something. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they, they uh, fish hooks, but maybe they need a scrambling specialist. You know, someone who specializes in the scramble. Yeah. Well, they should the scramble give some arts. eggs then. Yeah. Mm, scrambled eggs. <laughs> Getting hungry again. Uh, yeah, I think he's, uh, I think he thinks that he's being a hero by protecting the lady, but come on, dude. No, it's too much. Come off At a certain point, old-fashioned douche. <laughs> and this is where, this is where she's got to be like, you know what? I fucking killed a man, okay? Yeah, she's got to stand up for herself. several. Yeah. I've stood up for myself. I never needed you to fucking protect me before, okay? I've been yeah. chasing. I've been running from police all the way from right. America to Australia, so I don't need you. Right. Jack. She's got to heel kick him right in the chest. Yeah. Really wake him up. Be like, yeah, hey, Jackie, yeah, I'm coming. She got to do the thing that he tried to do to Charlie to wake him up, which I guess apparently worked when Charlie was supposed to be dead. When oh, he, like, the CPR, pounded on his quote chest. unquote. You know, yeah. she's got to do that to him. How does that feel? Right. Jack. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that would, I think that knocks some sense into him. Or she yeah. should just shake him really hard. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> that always That's works. That's your favorite. It's my favorite. So then uh, cut to Locke, Jack, and Sawyer walking through the hills. And Jack points out that Michael is heading north, which is a different direction than where the tailies came from. I don't know On how bo- he would know that. He can't tell anything. He no, doesn't have he a can't. compass. He can't It's track. just what he heard. It's what he, he heard around the campfire. Are. <laughs> yeah, he's just making making stuff up at this point. On the beach, Kate talks with Hurley, sort of in the background, as Jin looks on from afar, and he's patching up the passion suite. Is what it looks like. Man, he must have, must have bust that thing up, huh? Needs Ooh, repairs now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Him and son after their, and his son. Their yeah. big reunion. Right. <laughs> Needs some patching reunion up. of their bodies. Okay. Uh, so his son tries giving Jin a hat because of the strong <laughs> so sun, funny. but Jin doesn't want to wear it. And then son and Jin find out what Kate was talking to Hurley about. Hurley says, I guess Michael took off. He took some guns and he went all commando. He said he was going after Walt. Later, dude's got to get to the hatch. And then, well, so first <laughs> yeah. son puts the hat on Jin, like forces right. him to wear the hat. I think she puts it on his head. I can't remember. Yeah, but yeah, she yeah. basically forces him to wear the hat. And Hurley approaches and he's like, cool hat, cool dude. Cool hat, dude. <laughs> Jin rolls his eyes. <laughs> right. And actually, Dave brought up a really good point here as we were watching this scene. Because like Hurley says, cool hat, dude. And Jin yeah. rolls his eyes, indicating oh. that he must have understood. Maybe right. he knows cool and hat. I don't know. Those aren't Well, he definitely words. knows dude because that's what Hurley calls everybody. Right? Yeah. So but, hat. Cool. I mean, so he could I, probably infer words. what is, yeah. you know, being said, but... I think um, he knows. But Dave did point out that, like, no one really does any motioning mm-hmm. when talking to Jin. He just somehow seems to He's get the gist of what they're saying. Yeah. But, like, throughout this whole series, people really haven't done that that much to him. Because, like, right. 
In this instance, Hurley could have easily just like pointed to his head right. or something. Cool head, you know, and been man. like cool hat, yeah. you know, like right. thumbs up, whatever. And right. they haven't really done that, so Okay. Yeah, just so pointing Jin, out another flaw. Jin starts to pack up to get help, and then Sun sees this and she gets upset with him. She says, Don't go, don't walk away from me. While you were on that don't raft. Don't you walk away from don't me. Don't you bitch. Walk, walk away from me? While you were on that raft, do you know how worried I was? I didn't know if you were dead or alive. I was out of my head. I won't go through that again. And then he puts his day pack down. And after saying that Michael is his friend, but son trumps him saying, I'm your wife. Yeah. Just putting him in his place, huh? A lot of, lot of laying down the law happening. Uh, laying down episode. the law. Mm-hmm. So back with the expedition team, Sawyer asked to take a break. And I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay, Kate wouldn't need to take can't, a break. Nope, he can't keep up. Nope, he can't. So you want to do some lines here? Sure. All right, you want to be Jack or Locke? I want to be Locke. All right, go ahead. Well, let's say we catch up with him. Michael, what are you going to do? I'm going to bring him back. What if he doesn't want to come back? I'll talk him into coming back. This is the second time he's gone after Walt. He knocked me out. He locked us both up. Something tells me he might be past listening to reason. What? You think we should just let him go, write him off? Who are we to tell anyone what they can or can't do? Oh, great line. Oh, oh shit. Oh, boy. Just you can't tell I mean, me what to do. Exactly. What that's I can't do. Oh, that, that's back. his line. Yeah, you can't tell me what you can't do. So yeah. then we flash back to Jack sitting with the daughter of a patient, of the patient, Gabriella. She's signing the papers, basically saying, like, eh, if he dies, like, who cares, you know? Yeah. And then Jack says, I'll come out and I'll check on you before I scrub in. Mm-hmm. And then Gabriella mm-hmm. says, okay. I don't want no scrub. I don't want no scrubs. <laughs> and then they get a little too close again here. Yeah. Some Gabriella. sparks are flying. Heating Gabriella, up he's uh-huh. not your fella. He's not your fella. That's a good one. Nice nice rhyme. Nice limerick. <laughs> it's not a limerick. Daddy no. Christian comes knocking, and he opens the Daddy door. Daddy Christian, oh, you're <laughs> knocking now. I know. I'm pretty sure I've sung something about him before. <laughs> yeah. And Gabriella sees her way out of the room, and then Christian approaches Jack, and he says, careful. There's a line, son. You know it's there, and pretending it's not, that would be a mistake. And Jack says, guess you would know. And then Christian says, it may be okay for some people, Jack, but not for you. Which is true. It's not really okay for anybody, but Mm -hmm. definitely Jack couldn't handle that. Right. It's too much for Jack. Uh, So back in the jungle, Locke, Jack, and Sawyer climb up a steep hill using a thick, hairy vine. Mm. (laughs) Sawyer calls Locke Mr. Clean. And then Locke points out that Sawyer's real name is James Ford. And then, yeah, so that was interesting. Locke yeah. confronting him about his name. Right, his real name. Mm-hmm. And then they hear gunshots. And Jack, what's he do? He starts, starts a scrambling. Fucking, yeah, yeah, he Real starts hard. scrambling. He pulls yeah. a Michael. Starts screaming Michael. Right, that's what Michael would do, screaming for Walt. Mm-hmm. And he's scrambling about. And, and I'm just here, like, here why, is, why is he the leader? Why, who? Yeah. Why? Well, He's so if, stupid. If I've learned anything in the past few years about being a leader, it's like as long as you just act like you know what you're doing and you have somewhat of confidence and you lead with aggression and uh, people just go, yeah, he's in charge. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. 
Locke's too smart for that, though. Locke? Yeah, he's the quiet, quiet one who, you know, sits back and sort of figures things out before he acts upon them. So, yeah, it's been a few episodes since we got Jackie doing his uh, scramble maneuver. But uh, <laughs> next scene is they're running through the jungle. All three men. Running through the jungle. Love it. Love it when oh, they're yeah, all running through the love jungle. love it. Oh, yeah, so not yet. Close-ups. You love it even more later. Oh, yeah. Oh, Don't spoil yeah, it. You do. So good. So Locke finds spent shell casings on the ground, three of them. And then Sawyer mentions he heard seven shots. And he calls Locke Daniel Boone and asks for his, his count. And then Locke's like, yeah, seven sounds about right. Seven shots, yeah. And then Locke, <laughs> Locke starts tracking. He's like, starts picking up but leaves and track. smelling them. He's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smells then, the gunshot casings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Jack and Sawyer have a little chit chat. Jack says, You're out here for Michael, or or is it payback for getting shot? And then Sawyer says, Why are you out here, Doc? Got your reasons and I got mine. And then flashback to Jack screaming, I had it. And he's all upset. Post surgery since the surgery failed and the patient died on the table. So much for that miracle work, huh there, Jackie Jack. And Christian tries telling him that it was nobody's fault. And Jack never wants to accept this as an answer. Jack goes to his car and the patient's daughter, Gabriella, shows up. She was in her car kind of waiting Gabriella. for him. Not your fella. Not your fella. <laughs> she shows up. This minx. <laughs> she, this Italian temptress. Temptress. She cries on him, thanking him for trying. Inappropriate. And he hugs. Inappropriate. No Over touching. the line. No touching, no touching the doctor, okay? That should be in the paperwork somewhere. And he hugs her. Then she looks up and they begin to make out. Crossover. Bad <laughs> making outs. Yeah, two two episodes. Both episodes have um, forbidden Illicit out. smoochies. Illicit smoochies. And Jack says, I can't. And he walks away. Back on the island, Torch time, baby. Here yeah, we go. Yeah, that's your favorite. My favorite. That's what I put. It. Walking through the jungle with torches. Pat's favorite. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I got some more lines to do here. Torching through the jungle. Torching through the jungle. Torches at night in the jungle. Let's do some lines to celebrate. Torches at night. You want to try Evening being Jack this time? delight. No. You, you always want to be Locke. I always want to be Locke. All right. Go ahead. Okay. He's a man, not a boar. The sign's more subtle. I need light to follow it. Then I give torches to Locke and Sawyer. Here, light. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Uh, I think we'd better head back. And then Sawyer says, what? (laughs) And then Jack says, just find the trail, John. I've lost the trail. You don't just lose a trail. You just don't want to find him. Yeah, that's right, Jack. I've been running in the jungle toward the sound of gunfire because I don't care about Michael. And then Locke starts walking away. Don't turn around on me, John. You're not going to get him to come back, and you know it. You know what happens if we just turn around and go back? We're never going to see him again. And that's going to be on us, on you, and on me. And then a man with a beard... In a silhouette. Santa Claus beard. This is a Santa Claus Santa beard. Uh huh. This is survivor beard. Yeah. Okay. Mm hmm. In a silhouette, he shows up. Last season, last episode, Dexter beard. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Never seen it, but I'll take your word for it. And he says, you're exactly right, Jack, but if I were you, I'd listen to Mr. Locke. <gasps> and then we get a nice, beautiful, lost musical stinger there, and it sounds something like this. <sighs> Perfect. Yeah. Wow. My, if mm-hmm. I had any socks on, they'd be blown right blown off. off. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so back from commercial, Sawyer points this guy out as the guy who shot him on the raft. And Jack asks him where Michael is. And this guy says, don't worry about Michael. He's not going to find us. And Jack says, what do you want? And he says, why don't you build us a fire, John? I think it's time we all had a talk. Yeah, this guy... Is, this guy. He is like gruff, okay? He's a He's gruffy. a gruff mountain man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gruff okay, and tumble. Okay, I listen to this guy. I'm like, all right. I'm, like, listen, okay. I'm scrappy and yeah. I'm crazy, but I'm going to mm-hmm. listen to this guy. I'm going to sit my ass down. Right. Let's and do I'm a fireside chat. Tale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm with you. But before that, we cut to Charlie and Hugo going through records in the hatch. Charlie Hurley who? mentions Charlie and Hugo? Hurley? <laughs> he said my Hugo. My boy. Yeah, Hugo. That's his name, too. I know. I like this Uh, scene. Hurley mentions uh, Lippy is kind of cute and uh, terrorized by the others for for 40 days sort of way. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I think maybe I have a shot with her. Yeah, I think I got a shot with her. And then Charlie wonders if Claire misses him. Oh, Charlie. Oh, Charlie. Charlie. Cute little sensitive baby boys. Yo, Charlie. And then Saeed shows up out of nowhere, and he's like, this music is quite depressing. Yeah, where the fuck's he been? He's just hanging out, man. You know, he's also also, uh, mourning the loss of his gal, you know? Yeah, he's just been crying on the beachside. Right, yeah. Well, I think they should all uh, make a new bad boys club. You know. The soft boys club. Soft, soft, broken hearted boys club. Sad boys club. <laughs> Sad boys club. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, so yeah, he says the music's quite depressing. He then asks where Jack and Locke is and Hurley fills him in about the Michael situation and that everyone is out trying to bring him back. And he says, who's everyone? Yeah, and everyone's Hur- three people. <laughs> well, Hurley says, everyone, Jack, Sawyer, Locke. And then he says, oh, and Kate. And Kate. Yeah. Oh, Kate. Oh, I mean, Kate, I knew Kate. she wasn't going to stay behind. No. Nah, That's not she... how she do. Mm-mm. It's not so how now... I do either. If you try to tell me, I'd... I try right. to tell you right back. Exactly. Now we cut That's to the fireside up. chat with Ooh. this bearded other guy. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, he Santa how guy. Long... <laughs> Santa guy. He <laughs> asks how long they've been on the island, and Jack says 50 days. And then the bearded dude says, oh, 50 days. That's what, almost two months, huh? Tell me, you go over a man's house for the first time, do you take off your shoes? Do you put your feet up on his coffee table? Do you walk in the kitchen, eat food that doesn't belong to you? Do you use his toilet and forget to flush? Maybe you use up all the baby wipes on your tushy, eat his cap and crunch and finish the milk, weigh yourself on the mat. <laughs> I'm like, this is not what he says. <laughs> I gotta get through it all. 
I just started adding more questions that were just becoming more and more increasing <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> and you didn't bat an eye for like the first three. I was like, wait a minute. No. Uh, I was like, the t- the wipes thing? I'm pretty yeah. sure that was. And then as soon as you said the Captain Crunch, I'm like, okay, but I just wanted you to keep yeah. going. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have kept writing them too, but I was like, there's no way I'm going to get through them. And I didn't. <laughs> All right, get what back are the to rest the real of the ones that you have? Uh, the last one that I had was weigh yourself on a bathroom scale until the battery runs out and then don't replace it. It's <laughs> 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 so stupid. But all right, so back to reality. He looks at Locke <laughs> and then uh, he says, open the door to rooms you got no business opening. You know, somebody that, a whole lot smarter about. than anybody mm-hmm, uh, than anybody here once said, since the dawn of our species, man's been blessed with curiosity. You know the other one of, <laughs> about curiosity, don't you, Jack? This is not your curiosity island. Curiosity killed the cat. That's what Exactly. That's what I said. Like I turned my wife, I was like, curiosity killed the cat. That's what he means. Look, I'm so smart. <laughs> See me? I got a reference. <laughs> And she's like, okay. Yeah, it's a cat one. I don't even like cats. It's a, it's a cat one. I'm allergic to them. Uh, he says, this is not your island. This is our island. The only reason you're living on it is because we let you live on it. Great speech. Yeah. Yeah, it's good I'm one. listening. I'm tuning into this Santa, mm-hmm. gruff Santa guy. Right. Still Mountain not saying Santa. much. Not saying much. Just saying but, like, we own this island. Quit messing around. Yeah. Can we call him saying. Mountain Santa though? Mountain Santa? I'm into it. Okay. Okay. Uh, but Jack says, I don't believe you. And then they talk about Ethan Rom Jack. possibly being a spy, which bearded Santa mountain guy, what'd you call him? Mountain, mountain beard? Mountain Santa. Mountain Santa says, uh, it's an interesting theory. And then he yells while raising his arms up. He goes, light him up. And then a whole bunch of torches well, light well, up okay, in the night jungle. Hold on a second. What, did I miss something? Yeah, you missed something. I don't think something. I missed anything. Because Jack's like, I bet word. it's just you out here. You don't have anybody with you and blah, blah, blah. He's oh, like talking a yeah. big game. And then he's mm-hmm. like, light him up. Oh, right. That's why he did that. Light him You're up, right. Up, up, light him up. up <laughs> he starts singing that. Up, 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 it's like, that song's not even out yet. <laughs> okay. A You're whole welcome. bunch of torches <laughs> light up the night jungle. <laughs> and I'm he... Mountain Santa. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. I be a Mountain reindeer. Santa. <laughs> these are my r- mountain reindeer, which all have ho- all torches taped to their heads. I call them Rudolph 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, and 11. <laughs> All 11 torches are, are Rudolph. And Jack's like, why is that threatening? <laughs> <laughs> you have been trampled by a whole bunch of Rudolphs with a torch on their head? I think not. And Jack's like, okay, touche. Shut my mouth now. Mountain Santa. <laughs> so, yeah, no. Uh, uh, boy, lost my... He tells them to drop their <laughs> weapons, and Jack refuses, and then... Mountain Fucking Santa. Jack. Okay, I'm so yeah. mad at Jack. Yeah, Jack is like really. He's, he's really spun out of control. Yeah. Okay? He's like, don't tell me what I can't do. Don't tell me what I can't do. Yeah, he and Anna yeah, Lucia okay. become fast friends. Yeah. Okay, I just want I'm... you to get through that, and I'm going to tell you what All right. I think. About <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Almost done here. So uh, uh, this bearded Santa, he says, 
I hope Mountain they wouldn't Santa. come to this. Mount Beard, Santa. All Santas are bearded. Also, come on. Also bearded, so it's still accurate. He says, <laughs> I hope they wouldn't come to this. And then he says, bring her out, Alex. And then he said, and then they bring out like a body, you know, well, standing by. It's it's Kate. Okay. <laughs> it's Kate in a bag. All right. <laughs> I'm trying bag. to keep the She's mystery. She's got a potato sack over her head. She's got a potato head. sack over her noggin. All right. No big deal. The do- he says, Dobby she- line. Dobby line. Exactly. Very <laughs> fashionable. And uh, he says, she was uh, following you. Like I said, curiosity. And then he pulls the bag off her head, revealing that it's Kate. And uh, tense scene. They got a gun in Kate's neck, you know? And this does the trick to messing around with um, uh, Jackie, because Jack gives it up. Hold up. Hold up. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. yep. I forgot this was all one long scene. Okay, so before this, okay, Jack. Before this. What? the hell okay why yeah, are you challenging plan? him what's your plan this guy could actually help he's clearly r- gruff mountain guy okay mountain he's been Santa. on this island a lot longer than you have i don't know how long but it, he's he but is judging from that beard wizened and the voice and yeah. aged and weathered uh-huh. okay right so yeah. maybe you got to hear him out okay maybe you sit right. down Listen by to what the he's fire got to say. Roast a few marshmallows and Act listen interested. to his story. Okay. okay. Maybe you Schmooze. ask him how to get off the goddamn island. Just be like, hey, buddy, I'm sorry also, for, for eating yeah. all your Captain Crunch. Okay. If you tell Wanna me how to get the off the out? island, I'll be happy to leave. We'll be out okay? of your beard hair in no time. Because then if the guy is like, well, we don't want you to leave, then it's like, okay, why don't you want us to okay. leave? Are you well, sacrificing let's... us to some kind of smoke demon? Right. Something this is always else? you, though. This is you asking all the questions. Okay. Some people about, are terrified. How about how instead about? of saying no, you try to negotiate, Jack? Negotiate. Okay. Yeah. How about you ask about Walt? What is it? Because he's some point he says Walt's special. Does that happen after this or before this? I think it's before this. Yeah, because okay. they do ask about Walt and he says that uh, Walt's okay. But he says Walt's a very special boy. You left that out. I think that's important. Okay. Yeah. Maybe what? I have it later. Why? I don't know. We'll see. I'd be like, why is he special? What does that mean? Okay. Right. Yeah. How do we get off you this island? You always have follow-up questions. I have a lot of questions. Nobody's asking any goddamn questions. That's the problem with this show, okay? So many plot holes because nobody's asking the questions. Well, you, you got to you ask the questions. Reveal a little Charlie, bit of information. Charlie if was they there, just ask questions he'd be the asking time, he'd be the questions. Eh, it'd be boring show, though. You know, you got to leave mystery. Mystery no. box, Sammy. Mystery box. Buffy's not boring. They ask questions. Yeah, a There's little There's still too plenty much of mystery. <laughs> still plenty of mystery. Yeah. Okay. All right. But Jack gives it up. He, he drops the weapons because Kate's in peril. Mm-hmm. And the man takes all the guns. Mountain Santa. He, Mountain Santa. And then the torches go out and he just trots off into the darkness Kate turns to Jack. She apologizes, and Jack seems so disappointed. Cut to Jin sitting by himself on the beach. Sun sidles up and sits with him, and he tells her he couldn't sleep. And also, he says, I don't like being told what to do. And Sun responds with, being told what to do was my life for four years. I didn't like it much either. Yeah, I like yeah. that. She mm-hmm. was like, mm, Some oh, hard yeah? truth you there, don't? Jin. You don't? How about this? Yeah. You don't like being told to wear a hat because of the sun, Jin. Okay, I don't like but being told. But he has told... some luscious hair right now, so I don't oh, yeah. think I think it'll I want to cover that up. Yeah, no. I'd want to see that. Yeah, I'd be combing it. 
I just okay. mean I don't think you you know like I get I get sunburn on my in my part on your part my hair yeah but you know his hair is just luscious and all over covering I don't think he's gonna get sunburn on his on his head okay. maybe on his maybe forehead. on your neck yeah on his neck your yeah forehead Jin nods and comforts her after she says that. So it seems like they, they, they're sort of understanding each other yeah, at this point. Yeah, they're working things out now. Yeah, they're communicating. That's good. It's very important for a relationship. Very you know? important. Communication, extremely, they, You know, they still have a long way to important. go, but yes. they're getting better. They're getting there, you know? So the four people from the expedition group walk through the beautiful sunrise hillside. It's like lit by the sunrise, and it's just like got this golden hue. Yeah, it's it looks really, really nice. beautiful. Yeah, it's I It's a really it. beautiful shot. Kate apologizes and Jack apologizes back, but it's sort of like still like, sorry, sorry. Yeah, whatever. I'm sorry too. Whatever. So flashback to Jack looking dapper in like this suit. He's got like a red, sort of like a maroon dress shirt. I was like, oh, it's looking good. I like this. He's got like a suit jacket on. Yeah. Yeah. Good look for Jackie. But he's coming home to his wife, Sarah, and she says, hey, how'd it go? And Jack says he died and she apologizes his wife asks about how Gabriella, the daughter, took it, and Jackie comes clean immediately. I have a couple of notes that we haven't gotten to. Okay. Um, a backtrack. First of all, Jack at some point tells Sawyer, he's like, oh, yeah, you love her. Oh, right, yeah. That was, I think, on their way to find Michael. Yes, yes, on their way to. They, he brought her up, and he's like, you love I, her. Yeah, and Sawyer's mm-hmm. like, what? Because huh? he doesn't remember saying that. And then, then yeah. he doesn't say anything. He just kind of lets it drop. Right. My other note before this is cheaper than a shrink. Yes. Who says cheaper than a shrink? That's what Jack says to his wife. What's his wife's name again? Sarah? Sarah. Mm-hmm. Because she's like cleaning up dishes and then he goes to help her. And she's like, yeah. you don't have to help. And he's like, he's like saying something eh. about how like it calms him or whatever. And he's yeah, like, yeah. it's cheaper than a shrink. Which right. I'm pretty sure is also what Sawyer said to Michael once hmm. about like, I don't know, he's saying something about how like if, if he, like he should hit Walt or something like that. And he's like, it's cheaper oh, than a shrink. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. That sounds vaguely familiar. Yeah. Hmm. So it's I probably the same was, writer on both episodes. thought that was kind of like cheaper than a shrink. That's <laughs> just what you say about things, yeah. you know? Huh. Yeah. So yeah, she uh, she asked about how Gabriella took it, and uh, Jack comes clean. He says she kissed me. Yeah, she she kissed me, and I kissed her back. I I don't know. I don't know how it happened. I made a mistake. I made a mistake. It's my fault. It's my fault. You and me. I haven't been here. And he goes on for a while, and he ends with I'm going to fix this, pleading with her. And Sarah then tells Jack that she's well, leaving him. She's. They were yeah. hugging. They were and hugging. And her facial expression. I was like, ah, she's already seeing someone. Yeah, you knew right away, huh? I knew because like she yeah. wasn't like mad at him. It's more. She relief. wasn't like, what the fuck? She was, was just like, kind of. Okay. I don't We're know that it was this. necessarily relief. Like she was still upset, but I'm like, yeah. she's not upset enough, which leads me to believe she's like already checked out. So right. she's. I just gotcha. yeah, I had this feeling she was already seeing someone. Okay. I like to I like to tell you these things when I because sometimes I like call it. Yeah. Out loud while we're watching the episode. Mm-hmm. And then when I'm right, I'm like, called it. Boom. Called it. Makes Look me, at me feel good. You know? So smart. Yeah. She tells him that she's leaving him and all 
I can think in this moment is I got to give me that red shirt. That red shirt is looking great on Jackie Jack. <laughs> red, there was a red shirt here, okay? And yeah. Mr. Trick had a red suit. Right, crossover. crossover. Mm-hmm. Multiple crossovers this episode. Yeah. I love it. Sarah says, I've been seeing somebody, someone else. Oh, Sarah, mm-hmm. this is a mess. So Sarah. many tears. She says, you will always need to fix or you will always need something to fix. Goodbye. And she leaves. Goodbye. 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 Isn't that another AOL thing? Goodbye. Goodbye. You've got mail. Goodbye. Goodbye. The expedition team comes back to the beach and Sawyer tells Kate not to beat herself up since he would have done the same thing. Which is true. Sawyer probably would have. He would have. Charlie watches creepily as Locke visits with Claire and baby Aaron. Yeah. It's like he's got his long bangs, like kind of hanging over his face. He's just like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, intense. Don't mess baby with Aaron's my baby. crying. Yeah. And I'm like, you need Sawyer's magic voice. Go get Sawyer. True. Yeah. Go get Sawyer. Hang out with him. Jack then visits with Ana Lucia, who's hanging out by her lonesome. And he asks if it's true that she killed one of them, meaning the others. And then he says, how long do you think it would be? Whoa, hold up. Before she says that. He also like, asked her if she oh, was a cop. Oh, you're a cop, I heard. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And she's like, I was a cop. And I was then, a cop. And then he says, how long do you think it would take to train an army? And then <gasps> boom, lost Jack, title. you stupid piece of shit. Jack wants some venge, son. Also, why wouldn't you ask Saeed this? He was actually in the military. In the army. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's true. I know. I don't know. It, maybe he just, he needs new ideas. It's been 50 days. Saeed's kind of old meat, you know? He's got to well, get some fresh, is fresh, like, you fresh know, meat, he's, fresh ideas. He's like, you know, sad. He's in the sad oh, boys yeah. club. He's in a state of mourning, sad and, boys club. You know, he knows Ana Lucia is a little unhinged. Right. Like Perfect. Him. So right. that's what he needs. That's you gotta, true. You got to out crazy your crazy with more right. crazy. You got to find the crazy to out crazy your own crazy. Mm-hmm. You know? know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. And uh, she's like, w- well, Jack. Well, Jack. Why do you think I've been whittling all these steaks? Yeah. And, and shoving them in her the tarp. ground. Yeah. <laughs> Just like uh, it's like her honey hole, like uh, Charlie's honey hole. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, okay. I don't okay, like that term, is, honey hole. It makes me uncomfortable. You don't like honey hole? No. What's wrong with it? What's wrong with honey hole? It just makes me uncomfortable. It's like uh, where you keep all your honey pots. Yeah, I don't like it. You don't like it? No. All right. Seems like you're not a fan of Winnie the Pooh then, huh? No, I'm 100% not. <laughs> okay. Winnie the Pooh is a drug addict who only cares about honey and fucking hey. fucks off all of his friends Whoa. just to get honey okay Whoa. Uh, he does listen. he doesn't care about any of his friends all he cares about is honey well tell honey me i'm is, wrong honey is a very important uh ingredient in many forest treats okay no. and he just wants to eat it he will sacrifice okay. all of his friends all day long so he can get that honey all right but you're you're telling me that tigger isn't uh isn't hopped up on something quite literally <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his own tail. <laughs> All right. Tigger is a prince. <laughs> Tigger's not a prince, okay? <laughs> Winnie the Pooh Something's is up a with that drug guy. addict. <laughs> oh, bother. 
<laughs> All right. So <laughs> you want some trivia? <laughs> yeah, I do. All right. So the bearded man says in reference to the island, he says, tell me you go over Mountain man's house. Santa. Mount Santa. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Well, that's not my what my ro- notes say, okay? That's not what I wrote in my notes. Um, he says, tell me, you go over man's house for the first time. Do you take off your shoes? And in fact, Locke did take his shoes off when he first got into the swan, but Jack oh, did not. Oh, yeah. Also, a lot of time you go over a person's house, you do take off your shoes for the first time. It's just the right thing it's to do. It's the polite thing to do. Right. Unless the people uh, who are there are wearing their shoes. Yeah. Then you keep them on. Otherwise, yeah. it's kind of weird. It's like, I'm going to be staying here for a while, so I'm going to get comfortable. Yeah. I mean, like, but basically what to. he's okay. trying to say is like, take off your shoes and, and put your feet on the table. You know, like that's not something you would do. Well, he's just saying like, be respectful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Angelo and Gabriella both have strong American accents when they speak in Italian. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. Schwoops. Uh, Hurley finds a record from Geronimo Jackson. The producers claim that it is indeed a real, very obscure band from the 70s. Cool. Never heard of them. Me neither. But it sounds like a real band, so. Yeah. You didn't look it up? Nope. (laughs) That would be one step too far. Matthew Fox, Jack, and Julie Bowen, who plays Sarah, had worked together previously in the 11th episode of a different show's second season as well. In Party of Five episode, they were in an episode called Unfair Advantage, and Bowen played a waitress who rejected the advances of Matthew Fox's character. Cool. Isn't that too funny? Now listen, I gotta one-up your trivia, okay? What? It looks like I I searched for Geronimo Jackson. Yeah? And the three YouTube videos that come up, which I assume are meaning it's it's most their most famous song mm-hmm. is called Dharma Lady. What? Da-boo. Da-boo. Wow, that's cool. Nice. So, how about Very that? Cool. How about that? Put apples? that on IMDb. Write that in your notebook. Put that in your notebook and sign it. Love it. All right, so here's a funny one. You're going to love this. When Kate was typing the numbers into the computer, you can only hear Roughly six to eight clicks like this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. But from her typing the numbers into the keyboard, it should actually take 16 clicks to type the numbers 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, 42 in. So that was not enough clicks to put, type in clicks. all the numbers. Okay. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah. So just figured it was worth noting. <laughs> That's a that's a deep cut trivia for all the real Losty fans, you know? Wow. Mm-hmm. During the final scene, after Jack tells Anna Lucia, I see you made a new friend, and Anna replies, progress. The microphones yeah, record. Dog. Hmm? Dog is there. Dog. Uh, yes, Vincent. the dog. Vincent. Vincent the dog is there. The uh, microphones record someone on set quipping, not really. <laughs> like in the background. <laughs> Whoops. And then last piece of trivia I have is Sawyer jokingly calls Locke Daniel Boone. It's a reference to the famous pioneer, Daniel Boone. He is also the namesake for the character Boone Carlisle. Oh. Oh. I wouldn't say that Boone's much of a Daniel Boone, though. No, I wouldn't either. I think just whoever wrote him was like, Daniel Boone, I don't know. 
I just am looking I for like a name. Daniel Boone. I, I, I like Daniel Boone. You like it? Okay, I just put it in a character. Pork and beans, write it Pork down. Pork and beans, write it down. Put it in. All right. So that's all the trivia I have for Lost. All right. Well, what's your favorite moment of Buffy? My favorite moment of Buffy is definitely when we see uh, Lyle. I mean, anything with Lyle, I'm just mm-hmm. excited to see him again. I love yeah. the Gorch gang. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a moment, though. I don't, it seems like kind of a yeah. cop out. No, that's fine. I feel like fine, I've right? said that before where I've been like, any moment with this person or right. we're uh, with you know friendships. What? Let me amend my my choice because when uh, Giles does his joke mm-hmm. about Buffy being in peril, very funny. Yeah. I thought that was great. And the finger sandwiches joke, having real yeah. fingers in them. Mm, yes. That was good too. But I like the first one better. Yeah. I feel like mine is a tie between those Giles quips and um, I don't love Cordelia, but I do like it when she stands up to Lyle and he just is like, okay, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> mm. that's a pretty good moment yeah that's a good one yeah. all right uh favorite moment of lost um i mean it was definitely really interesting the fireside chat except jack just pissed me off so much <laughs> that i couldn't <laughs> I appreciate nuts. that scene yeah like i really like, wanted up, to jack. love that intro but he just ruined it for me so mm. i'm gonna go with Locke or with hurley and charlie in the hatch hatch just bros. hanging out look yeah looking through talking the about records. music talking about girls yeah. It was just nice, nice, nice bromant. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to choose the torches, man. Of course Torches you are. in the jungle. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Uh, light them up was pretty good, but I think I just like Jack and, and team holding the torches, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, light them up just seemed a little too, like, rehearsed for my yeah. taste. I was like, mm, okay. How many times okay, did you guys okay. like practice this? Yeah, like a hundred times. Right. All right. You stand there. You stand there. You stand there. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you, no. you two are too close together. Okay, All right. No, no, not yet. No. Not yet. Not yet. No, wait till I yell, light them up and put my hands up. Okay. Three, two, one. Not yet. This is a great show. <laughs> and then one guy lights it. And he's like, not yet. <laughs> right. Oh, he starts just greatest showmaning yeah exactly <laughs> um all right uh what show wins you first buffy yeah, yeah. same yeah. cool i'm glad That's you i was week. like i feel like he's gonna choose buffy but you never know no there, there's not much of this lost episode that like i really love jack I is like, just so annoying in it jack is so annoying I like Mountain Santa that and the torches is great, but like really that's like one tenth of the episode. Exactly. Whereas Buffy, I really like the Cabin in the Woods stuff. There's a lot of funny banter between everybody. You know, the whole Slayer Fest thing was fun. So Lyle yeah, coming give it back. to Buffy. It's just there's there's a lot going on in this episode. Yeah, meeting so the that's mayor. That's an easy one. Yep. Could be kind of interesting. Right. All right. What All right. do you uh, think will happen next on Buffy? All right, new predictions. So Lyle is definitely coming back at some point. And I'm going to stick to my original prediction, Gorch Gang with Abilene. Okay. Oh, from Abilene. So more than just Candy. More, yeah. Because Candy's gone. Candy dead, right? She's lost to the ether. She's dusted, yeah. Yeah, so now, now that gives Lyle even more fuel to bring more cowboy vamps back with him. Because not only his brother Tector died, 
but his his arm piece candy with a bow had died as well. Yeah, okay. his arm candy. His arm candy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So, yeah, he he'll be back. And then who was the other character I had a prediction for? Jonathan. There's somebody else. Jonathan's going to be with us for for the long run, and he's going to at some point have a hero moment where he saves everybody, kind of like uh, in Harry Potter when what's his face there? Neville Longbottom. Neville Longbottom has his hero moment, like yeah. in the last movie. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be like that. Okay. Okay. Nice. Good predictions. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. Do you yep. want to make any predictions about Mr. Trick and the mayor and that whole that whole nope. deal? Nope. No idea what's going on there. <sighs> I don't know what to do about Lost because this whole Charlie thing has got to gotta happen soon. Charlie? What's up with them drugs, Charlie? But I guess I'm going to stick with them doing... I think they're going to go back and forth with the tailies. And the only tailie we've got left... Well, actually, no. I guess we've got Bernard. But I don't think we're going to get... I think we're going to get a Libby backstory. Yeah. Got Libby, Ana Lucia, Bernard. Well, we already got Ana Lucia and we we already got um, Echo. So I think we're going to get Libby backstory. Okay. Yeah. And we got to see Echo again because he was MIA this whole episode. Yeah. It's weird um, how they'll do that. They'll focus on a character and then we won't even see him the next episode. Yeah, I know. Strange. That is really weird. They're like, eh, we got, he got enough screen time last right. week. Let's move know? on. I mean, you got a lot of characters to rotate through, but at least just have them in the background or something. Yeah. Oh, did you notice in this episode of Lost, there's just some like shot of like just some random guy walking on the beach. I'm like, who's this guy? Oh yeah. Right before they show <gasps> Sawyer. Yeah. Right? I yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? Right, I was like, he's not out of focus enough, okay? No. Focus puller, pull that okay. focus a little tighter because I don't want to see any sort of defining characteristics of anybody I don't know. Yeah, not interested. <laughs> not interested. Okay, we can have Bernard walking by. I'd much right? rather see Bernard. Bernard, or that would have been a perfect uh, opportunity to have Echo, like walk in looking at a stick or something. Yeah, but yeah. they are probably like, you know, if Echo doesn't need to be on set, we don't need to pay him for that. This. Yeah, I know. know. This Logistically, guy, it makes sense. This guy who's normally uh, carries stuff for the set. One of those guys. Yeah, would just grip? pay him. A yeah, grip? grip. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know. You know what I'm saying. I know what they you're saying. They got to be there anyway. Okay. Um, Mountain Santa definitely coming back. Okay. Yo, Mountain Santa? Ho, ho, ho. Oh, yeah. We're going to get more Mountain Santa. I wish okay. it could be Mountain Santa backstory next episode, but there's no way that's yeah. going to... We're never going to get his backstory. I was just a boy. I was at the candy store trying to find candy, and I got lost in an island. Yeah. Yeah. Something um, like that. I don't know if I'm ready to really dive into what could be going on there. All right. So You don't know. You don't know. You just don't know. I feel like it's a cop out to just say Mountain Santa will be back because obviously <laughs> yeah, he's going to be back. It's lame. Yeah. <laughs> What's his motivation? What's he want? I mean, yeah, that's a good question because he could have just been like, I don't need you guys. I'm going to kill you all. Yeah. But he didn't. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I still think there's something. I still think that at some point they're going to like take Claire's baby. They still want that baby, huh? Yeah. Okay. I think he's going to be back, and I think they're going to try. I think the others are going to try to take Claire's baby again. Okay. That's all I got. 
Okay, right. keep it simple. Backstory Libby. Mountain Santa will return. They'll try to take Claire's baby. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool beans. All right. So what media would you like to talk about this week? Well, Pat, right before um, we recorded, Dave and I were watching Our Planet, a Netflix series, kind of like Planet mm-hmm. Earth. Okay. It's narrated by David Attenborough, of course. Oh, classic. Um, just like Planet Earth. Just like Planet Earth. And, um, but they talk a lot about, there's a lot of like, like environmentalism to it so it's not just Mm -hmm. like here's our planet and how cool it is but it's also like here's how we're destroying it and like this this is only 30 percent of what the population of this animal was 20 years ago like that kind of stuff Uh um and right before we turned it off we got to um the arctic and we saw polar bears oh no and i there's nothing that'll make me cry faster than seeing polar bears in yeah. danger. Not even right. they weren't even like floating on a piece of ice. It was just a mama polar bear trekking across the wilderness, and they yeah. were like, "The ice is melting under their feet." And this, and I just mm. bawled my eyeballs oh, out I because handle I can't it. handle it. Yeah, I know. <sighs> polar bears. It's a bummer, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I just okay. looked at Dave, and I was like, "How do we help the polar bears?" And he was like feed the rich people to them and i was like okay (laughs) i'm on board (laughs) yeah jeffrey bezos make a nice sandwich (laughs) yeah trump come Mm -hmm. on now nice and fat (laughs) oh boy (laughs) that'll Uh, keep you warm (laughs) okay all right so you recommend it so i recommend our planet Planet on netflix yeah and i and it's fun it would be you know it's good good thing to watch with your kids too educational educational they they showed Mm -hmm. these birds man i gotta tell you guys don't have to do anything to get with women in the human world birds you don't wouldn't believe the choreographed dances yeah that there's this one species of bird that has like two other birds and they choreograph a dance over weeks Right. It's Some of insane. them are very are very aggressive though when they they like I think it's a peacock that I've seen like the mating dance for. Like yeah. they like like the female oh, yeah, bird really will like aggressive. try to like walk away and the bird jumps in front of them like no 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 no, no you're not seeing this. Look Check at this these out. And she's like, Okay, I'm not interested. Where are you going? Yeah, but this one I was like, these birds they gather up their group of bro bird friends and it's like, yeah. it's like it's a whole choreographed a groomsmen, piece. you know, gang and they yeah. choreograph this over weeks. I'm like, that's insane. Well, we do that too. And, you know, in a certain kind of way, hmm. go to a lot of weddings. They get the groomsmen all choreograph something, you yeah. know. I'd love to do that. Anyway, so what do you anyway, recommend? What do I recommend? Boy, well. Hold on to your hat, Sammy Joe, because... I'm not wearing a hat. I know. It's because it's already been blown off. Um, <laughs> and my socks. And your socks. Uh, I'm going to recommend a show that has been around for many years. Oh, my God. That we watch uh, just randomly, sort of casually. Okay. I'm going to recommend Wheel of Fortune, baby. <laughs> Wheel of Fortune! Fortune! Yeah, so we silly. started watching it. We oh were, my we were, god get out we were, of here <laughs> we were looking for a show to like watch like during dinner or like after dinner you know just like something that 
is like appropriate for the yeah, kids. Yeah, whose line? Oh, whose line's not always appropriate. But yeah, they wouldn't get always. the jokes anyway. They wouldn't get it, you know. They might like it though. I don't know. I bet Maybe they I'll would. give that a shot. They, Who knows? They got silly props and stuff. Maybe. But uh yeah, we just put it on once and then um I find it I find it fun to guess and I've been smashing at Wheel of Fortune lately. Wow. Just watch yeah, I was like I got one today that said eighties movie quotes <gasps> and it 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 I got it with one letter. What was like it? I just looked at it. What this was the clue? The clue was eighties movies quotes. And then <laughs> right. we got an M, I okay. think. Or no, it was an N. It was I'll have what she's having. Oh. Yeah, and I knew right away what it was because Wait, it, it, you had the apostrophe, so I yeah. was like, "Well, the first one's I'll." Oh yeah, yeah. Have what she's you know? I just got it right away. Wow. So yeah, I felt very accomplished. From? Harry met Sally when Harry oh, met Sally. I never Sally. saw that. Oh come on, it's a classic. You gotta see it. You might love it. Yeah, I might. I Meg don't Ryan, love uh, Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal that much. I don't what? dislike him, but it's just like great. You know, I'm not going to go out of my way to see his movies for the most part, yeah. except for Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah, it's animated. So yeah, Wheel of Fortune. Check it out it's on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> That's really fun. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this thing up, okay. right? So we can go to bed because we are both so tired. So tired. Okay. So tired. All right. So listen, subscribe. Thank you everybody for tuning in to this week's episode of Kicking and Streaming. We'll see you again next week for episode 39. Listen, subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Tell all your friends. Don't forget to rate us five stars. Please read. Please leave us a nice review. And what else, Sammy Joe? Are we on YouTube? We are sort of on YouTube. I need to get back to uploading them, but we will be on YouTube, so I need to update my outro. Okay. But thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at KickStreamPod, and you know, tell us which episode wins for you, your favorite moments, all that stuff. Maybe you have predictions if you're watching along and haven't seen these shows before. We love Maybe. to hear it. Um, send us emails to kickstreampod at gmail.com. If you do have any spoilers, just mark spoiler or LB for leaky bucket in the subject line and for which show so we can direct appropriately and check out show notes for this and every episode at kickingstreaming.com. Very good. And always remember that streaming, streaming is, is better, better with, with friends. friends. Even sleepy ones. We're so tired. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. All right. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.